Hey guys, so I just got to the location for the ayahuasca ceremony. I'm so excited. Um, this is so, it's different because it's outside, completely outside. Last time we were inside of a barn. So this time we're gonna be outside. Um, I'll show you guys around, but I'm so excited. This time I think I'll just kind of video document everything so that you guys can have the story. And if I'm not able to, then I'll insert the story after this. So I don't know what the Wiccan's gonna bring. I'm gonna try to tell you guys as it's happening whenever I get my phone. And if I don't have the chance, then I just, you know, I'll do it when I get home. But I'm super, super excited. I feel like this time's gonna be so different. So let's go. for people to congregate and then the staff is parking up here and this is so pretty so I guess apparently it's like an Airbnb rental so they rented it out for this it's so nice look at this you guys You can't beat the views. Look at the sun. <laughs> you can't beat the views, man. So pretty. Okay, so what was your name again? Hokulani. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna remember <laughs> that. So you follow me on and no TikTok. TikTok and, and YouTube and YouTube and then she watched my video and that's why she's here. Yeah, how cool is that? And and, and then she brought her friends from Hawaii. How yes. freaking awesome is that? So do you guys want to be in yes. it? Yes. Okay. And then Aloha. What's your name? Heather. Heather and Kelly. And Kelly. They all came. I'm so excited. I've been telling them the story about my experience and now they're scared. Yes. <laughs> Scared. But it's gonna be okay. We're all here together, so we can deal with it. But here's everybody. Here's everybody. I wanted to show us before we die, yes. right? And then we will document after. Yeah, we're all dirty. Yeah, we'll definitely be dying tonight. So pray for us. Hey guys. Okay, so. I just woke up from taking a nap. I know this is like not the best angle, but I'm in my car right now. Um, this is, well, not my car. This is actually my sister's car, but I was able to set up like a little bed in here to sleep. Thank God, because last time it was really rough. Like, um, my car is really small. I have like an Elantra, so sorry. I'm like talking really low as if people can hear me, but I have an Elantra and um, it was really uncomfortable so I didn't sleep so thank god my sister let me borrow her car and I got a nap in and now I'm just up because I'm hungry and I really want to take a shower and I have to pee anyway let me tell you how the night went so um okay so I took my first cup and uh okay first before I even took my first cup I was I was like my body knew what was about to come because right away I had to I, I already felt like I had to throw up and go to the bathroom. And it's like, uh, you haven't taken anything yet. Like, why do you have to go to the bathroom or throw up? 
So I was like in the bathroom trying to like use the bathroom and throw up and then I just couldn't like get anything out. And so I was like, girl, just wait till you take the medicine. It'll happen. So, so I took my first cup and, um, okay. So remember last time I was like, oh, it's not bad. Like it tastes like prune juice or whatever. Um, but after you take that shit and you throw up so much on it, like I did, um, it like triggers it like the smell of it triggers you wanting to throw up again so the minute i took the cup i was like gagging i was like oh my god this is disgusting like it was so gross because it just triggered the memories of me throwing up and somebody else had said that um in my first one they were like i just threw up so much on it that like anytime i smell it i want to throw up and i was like now i get that right so i'm so tired um so so I took the first cup and then I was like, right away, I was like, oh my God, I had to go to the bathroom. Thank God this time the location we're at has a bathroom inside the house and we were able to use it. So, um, because I was both ends, like I was on the toilet and throwing up at the same time. It was like when I was, when I did Cambo, like cambo i was on the fucking toilet and throwing up at the same time <clears throat> and um i was like okay that's fine like obviously there's literally shit that has to come out of me like you know get it out right um and then that was it and then i went back to my mat and um you know like people started having their freakouts. well first there was like one girl who had a freak out like right away right away and then they have like this barn right there and that's where they're taking people who have their freakouts like i did last time i feel like it looks so weird because i'm looking at myself over here but the camera's over here it's so annoying they should have put the camera somewhere that doesn't look dumb anyway um so they started taking people to the barn who had the freak out and so there was one girl who started freaking out right away and i'm i'm pretty sure she must have done the rapid beforehand um and the rapid is like the <clears throat> it's like this like tobacco that goes up your nose and it's supposed to like really activate the ayahuasca right away i guess <clears throat> and so i think she did that because like right away she was like gone they ended up having to take her and then um and then there was like another girl they had to take because she was having her freak out and then there was mostly all women there's only 12 guys none of the guys freaked out this time um it was just the girls and it wasn't it honestly wasn't as bad as my first time like the first time um oh my god that was like so intense it was like overwhelming sounds of like crying screaming and throwing up for six hours straight um on my first ayahuasca experience this one everybody was like really quiet but i was getting very 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 triggered by any sound um it felt like the medicine intensified every sound and I was felt like, oh my God, I just wanted everyone to shut up. So then um, there was the girl next to me and she started off being like, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. And I was like, oh, I wonder like what she's seeing. That's so pretty, you know? And then all of a sudden it like it flipped and then she started freaking out. And she just was like, at first she was saying like, she's okay she's okay you know just send her love. And, and I'm like thinking like maybe she's thinking about someone, you know, she knows whatever. And then and then she started having her freak out and um you know she just started like saying all this stuff out loud and 
and the thing is that like I would start the the first cup just made me like really sleepy after I went to the bathroom and everything so I was like starting to fall asleep but every time she she then she would talk like the minute I started dozing off and so I was like oh okay and so it kept waking me up <clears throat> because I'm a very light sleeper and I even put earplugs in that shit doesn't work for me I'm such a light sleeper so then um she started having her freak out and it's like so interesting because you know in my next ceremony i'm planning on like facilitating and not like you know participating so um i was watching how everybody you know handles stuff and um i could see that they they started being like okay it's it's time soon and you know time to take her to the barn because she was gonna start having her freak out so they they kind of wait until <clears throat> they let you experience whatever your experience and then they wait until like it's you know you're really having your freak out like you're at the moment of dying pretty much not like physically actually dying but like your ego death where you're like you know freaking out for real <clears throat> so they wait until that and then they'll pull you to the barn and so they were like it's time soon and so everybody started gathering around and she just started like yelling and screaming and having this freak out and they were like okay we got to get her and then they tried to get her up and she was just like no get off me and don't touch me and you know and then but it was so crazy because like hearing her she was like what the fuck what the fuck i can't do this anymore she was just like freaking out and um and i was like I feel you girl um and then they ended up being like hey we need you to get up to go to the barn and she was like no don't touch me and she was freaking out and they were just like you don't have a choice you have to get up and um and she was like help me and so they like helped her get up and and then as she was walking to the barn she was just freaking out and screaming and being like is this real and she flipped out right she just had this huge massive attack kind of thing and then and then she was gone and then they they pretty much started doing second cup and i was like fuck i really don't want to do second cup because i was just like feeling like shit from the first cup but i was like okay i'm already here <clears throat> i'll do second cup sorry <clears throat> i'll do second cup but um after that i'm not doing more like my first time i really pushed it because i was just so excited and i wanted to see stuff that i drink four cups um, but this time I was like, I'm doing two cups and that's it because this shit is making me so sick. So I went up for a second cup and I plugged my nose this time because I was like, I can't taste it. If I taste it, I'm going to throw up right away. So I, just, I went up for a second cup and I grabbed my bucket with me because I was like, the minute I taste it, I know I'm going to throw up. So I plugged my nose. I took a sip and like, it's made out of tree bark and like a plant, right? So, so there's like grainy stuff in it, like literally like a like a leaf stem and and that was one of the things that was in my mouth and so I like took it out and then like the minute I took it out I was like throwing up in my bucket like I hadn't even made it back to my my mat and I was like throwing up in my bucket and so I went back to the mat and then I was just like oh my god my stomach again and so I went back to the bathroom and so I was back in the bathroom again <sighs> uh pretty much throwing up and you know whatever and then um i was like okay get out whatever you need to get out get out okay and then i went back to my mat when i went back to my mat um oh sorry i want to check how my battery is at but i guess i can't check it while i'm filming so anyway sorry um because i think my battery's dying but um when i went back to my mat um oh, i 
started feeling it all over my body. I could feel like everything in my body and I was like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. Like I felt so uncomfortable in my own body. And I was just like, oh, I hate this feeling. Like, oh my God, I feel so uncomfortable. And, and I was just like, I wanted to ask for help, but then I was like, they can't help you feel better. So like, what are you gonna ask for help for? And then and I'm like, okay. And then my heart rate went up and then my breathing got really shallow. I felt like I couldn't catch my breath, which this happened to me last time where I couldn't catch my breath. I felt like I was like constantly trying to like take a deep breath and I couldn't get it. And so um, I was like, oh, I started feeling really uncomfortable. And, and I was like, oh, I wanna ask for help. like. And then, and then I started talking to myself and I'm like, they can't help you. You have to do this on your own. Like they can't make your body feel better. They can't lower your heart rate and they can't give you more oxygen. So I was like, come back to your body, like come back to your breath, you know, try to breathe, lower your heart rate. And so I started trying to focus on that. But then like, I just couldn't, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I couldn't catch my breath. And you guys know I have a problem with like the suffocation stuff from my other stuff my other journeys so so I was like oh and I started talking to like you know my spirit guides and I was like can you guys please help me breathe I just feel like I can't breathe I can't catch my breath I just I just want to take a deep breath please and then right then one of the staff members um started singing uh it was a woman and she started singing this song about like forgiveness and it just really triggered memories about my mom i swear whenever they sing they like trigger us because the or whenever they play music because the minute they start playing music everybody's fucking crying throwing up and everything so um so she started singing this song and it just made me think of my mom because it was just like you know pretty much just saying like I forgive you and like you know I don't know I don't really even remember what the song said but it just made me think of my relationship with my mom and the other day I was texting someone about my trauma with my mom and they were like yeah I understand like I also had to recently do that but like then now she gets it and blah 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 and I was just like okay cool like glad your mom gets it but like you know my mom doesn't and so I had been texting and I had been like yeah that's fine but like doesn't mean I have like I understand everything that she did but doesn't mean that I have to forgive her and I was started writing out forgive and I was like whoa why are you writing forgive like have you not forgiven her you need you can say I don't have to forget it but no you have to forgive her and so I noticed that was like a Freudian slip where I was like, oh, I'm still holding on to stuff. I'm still holding on to like this anger inside me that I don't want to forgive her for what she's done. But like I have to because it's for me, not for her. Right. So I know I caught myself with that and I was like, OK, so I'm still holding on to stuff. So here once, you know, I started feeling like and I was like, please help me catch my breath. And then that that girl started singing that song at that moment. Um, I was like, here we go. I grabbed my bucket and I was just purging like nonstop. It was just coming out of me. And all I was thinking about was my mom. So I was like, I'm letting go of stuff that I'm holding on to my mom. And so I just kept saying like, oh, I love you, mom. I love you. I love you. Like, I forgive you. Like, as I'm purging in the bucket. And I just kept saying, I love you over and over. And then 
once it was it was like to the point where like I didn't have control you know what I'm saying like I'm just in the bucket like just it's just coming out of me and so finally after like I purged it all I took this deep breath and I was like oh my god I can breathe again thank you thank you thank you thank you like literally they and the medicine like pushed me to purge all that shit that I was holding on and I could feel it like in the pit of my stomach like right here I could feel that build up and so it finally it was like you know if you're lactose intolerant or if you have any food allergies you get like that ball and then it like swells up and you're super bloated that's how I had felt even before I started so to finally let all that out I was like oh thank you so much like I let it out and um and I can finally breathe so it's so crazy how like the medicine and all this stuff will will turn your like emotional pain into physical and so it was like I was suffocating myself with the shit I'm I was holding on to you know because I felt like I was like I can't breathe I can't catch my breath I can't catch my breath and then it wasn't until I purged all that stuff that I was still resentment you know it's so funny um we did breath work with Vitaly he's great and it really did like my hands got stuck like this again you guys and um he he asked us like what are you guys feeling right now what are you guys feeling you know and the first word that kept coming up to my head was resentment resentment and I was like why are you resentful no and so I said gratitude because I'm like I'm thankful for being here I'm thankful for everything that's going on in my life but my subconscious said resentment and that's what happens with hypnotherapy like your subconscious speaks through you so my subconscious said resentment and I was like oh I don't want to be resentful I'm obviously holding on to stuff so it's crazy that once we drink the medicine the medicine let me know like yeah you're being resentful and you're holding on to stuff so finally I let it out and I was just like once I let it out I was like ah like right now taking that deep breath feels so good because it really does feel sometimes like I take very shallow breaths and it's really hard to catch my breath and it, it it's crazy like your emotional baggage and your emotional pain will manifest into physical so it was showing me that so I didn't trip um but I did what I had to do like the medicine did what it needed to do um I just purged that out and and then I felt so much better I didn't feel uncomfortable in my body my heart rate went down I could breathe again and I just laid down and I was like out of the medicine but I was so tired but the only thing is I was getting super triggered by sounds like um you know people would start freaking out and so I was like oh my god like you know <clears throat> they would take them to the barn and I was like oh thank god okay good they took them to the barn but like literally somebody could breathe and I would get triggered by it and my sister tends to have like um I don't know what it's called like sensory like sensitive sensory overload or something like overstimulation with sounds and she will get like triggered to the point where she just wants to like cry because sounds or smells like will trigger her and she's like oh my god like I don't like this right well that happened to me and I was like dude this is how my sister must feel because one they were making food inside and because they served us soup like the minute we are done with ceremony and I hate smelling food while I'm sleeping I don't know what it is but if if like especially whenever I've lived anywhere if my neighbors start cooking food like early in the morning or late at night when I'm sleeping oh my god it triggers the fuck out of me I hate smelling 
anything like like any food while I'm sleeping. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it came from, but it just fucking triggers the shit out of me. So so I kept like covering my nose up with like my blanket, but then I'd get hot. So then I want to like take it off. And by the way, I'm glad that I brought my sweats because it did get cold at night. Like the medicine, I got really cold. Oh my God. You know what else I noticed? Um, so we could see the, the moon and the stars perfectly. Like, oh my God, they were so bright. It was like I was in a planetarium and, um, the moon was really, really, really low. And it looked like a toenail because it was like this shape. And, um, it was really low to the point where it was like eye level with us. Like it was right next to a tree. And then, and um, the stars were really bright, shining so, so bright. And I was like, wow, it's so pretty. And then, not no joke, within two hours, they were gone. The moon had completely shifted. All the stars had completely shifted. Like, they rotated so fucking fast. And I was like, I don't think it's normal for them to rotate this fast. So, um, there's definitely something going on with our simulation and our dome, for sure. Like, everything is spinning so fast. So, anyway... Um, so then they were playing music and like for uh, my other thing is I'm so particular when it comes to sleeping. Okay. So when I'm sleeping, I need to have the AC at a certain temperature. I need to have my fans on. I need to like be sleeping by myself and not have any sounds. That's not like white noise or my meditation music. Um, and I'm super sensitive to light, obviously sensitive to, 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 um, smells and sounds. <sighs> like good luck to whoever wants to spend their life with me because I'm very particular honestly I would rather just have like my own room whenever I'm with someone because like I don't want to deal with sharing my shit with anyone and after 35 years of like being so particular with myself like I'd rather have my own room and not share a room with whoever I end up with but anyway um so so I was getting so triggered by every fucking thing that was going on. And, they, and then the silence, I hate the silence. So then I was like, can you guys, like in my head, I'm like, can you guys please play some music? And so they started playing music and I was like, oh, thank you. But then there was like some someone that started using their body as like a drum set and so they were like playing along to the music like you know hitting themselves and like that fucking triggered the shit out of me too and I was like oh my god can you stop hitting yourself like now that they were hitting themselves in a bad way it's just the sound of like the smacking was like I don't know what the fuck it was fucking triggering me so bad and I wanted to crawl out of my skin and all I kept thinking was like I'm starving I want to fucking eat and I had bought these um blueberry muffins from sprouts which they're dairy-free gluten-free and nut-free flax like flax um whatever anyway the point is they're not that great and not worth ten dollars at sprouts okay but that's all I was all I wanted to eat was a fucking muffin so I ate one this morning Udi's gluten-free uh, blueberry muffins are way better so anyway I was like I'm starving and I want to go to my car and be alone. Like, it was like everything was so overstimulating. I'm sure the medicine played a part in, like, how overstimulated I was being. But I was getting, but, like, oh, my God. And then they brought my neighbor back from the barn. And then she had started talking to me. And then she was like, oh, sorry, we can't talk because we're not supposed to talk. And then um, she... She, like at one point I was just like oh my god like I was going crazy and I like sat up and she's like are you okay I'm like I'm so triggered I need to be alone like I need to go to my car and she's like no you're good like just stay here with us it's like obviously I can't go to my car I have to wait for them to give us our keys so I was like kept looking at my watch I'm like oh my god can it be six o'clock because at six is when they like 
you know, put the stuff back out. So finally six o'clock came and I like shot up and I was like, can I get my keys? And then they were like, oh yeah, we're bringing it on in a second. I'm like, I need to be in my car. Like I want to go in my car. I want to be alone. I want to just lay down and like have nobody talk to me and nobody around me. And then they were just like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to put it out soon. And then at that moment, like I went back to my mat and then my neighbor, um, you know, was, we, we kind of started talking because now we can. And so of course, right away, I'm like, I want to know what she saw because I want to hear people's story who have a freak out because I had a freak out. And then like, nobody really shared their story with me my first time around. So I was like, dude, I really hope I, re I really want to hear people's stories. So then I asked her and I was like, Hey, uh, what's your story? Like, what did you see? If you don't mind sharing. And she was like, I legit had a full blown exorcism. Like, a full-blown exorcism um I don't even know how to describe it like I saw so much shit she said at first she saw heaven she was like I saw heaven I saw um the virgin mary I saw Jesus I saw how beautiful I felt the love oh my god it was so blissful and that's why she was like it's so pretty it's so pretty at the beginning she was like oh my god it was amazing and then she said it just flipped and then it just took her to like she said things started looking like geometrical like she started seeing all the shapes of everything she started seeing like all her surroundings just like breathing and moving she could see the energy she could see the frequencies and vibrations and so she started freaking out and she's like oh my god like is this is this real is this real she was freaking out and then there's like the you know staff walking around and they have like these kind of like ponchos things on so then she started freaking out thinking they were like in cloaks and then she's like are they real like you know when you're under the medicine you you know so I mean that didn't happen with me with like what's real or not but like some people I've heard experiences like that that they just see everything come to life and like it freaks them out so so she saw that and she was like freaking out and then she said that so she said that at first when she was saying oh it's so pretty you know she saw that but then she said that when um she started kind of freaking out internally she was trying to calm herself down so that's why she was like she's okay she's okay you know it's okay like just send her love send her love and she was talking to herself so she was like you're good you know like kind of calming herself down she was really trying to suppress the stuff that was coming up and then all of a sudden it just like it just all came out she was like you know what she was like just surrender and she, and I, she was saying it out loud she was like just surrender and that's when she just started purging and she was just like oh like you know it all came out and she was like and she just kept going and going and going and she was like what the fuck she was like how much more do do i have in me you know and and then it just kept coming up and coming up and she was like ah she was like yelling and then she was like i can't do this anymore what the fuck she was like yelling and so um you know i told you guys at the beginning so she said that what was happening was she got stuck in a loop like i did but she got stuck in a loop of seeing like she said she saw things she's like i don't even i don't even know how to explain this she's like i want to explain it but i don't know how she said she's like i saw everything she's like i saw wars and then she's like i saw i saw syringes i saw pills i saw um like she just saw drugs she saw like addiction stuff and um she was like oh my god but the thing is that it just kept looping like all the thoughts and then she's like a thought wouldn't last more than like three seconds and before i could focus on it it would shift to another thought and like she was having like brain overload right like it was like download overload and she was like oh my god make it stop make it stop because she couldn't physically handle all the shit she was seeing in her brain 
and I asked her like oh does your family suffer from addiction and she was like yeah and I was like yeah, that's why you saw that because because that runs in your DNA you know what I'm saying and so you see things that are that are if if she got stuck in that loop that means that her family is constantly stuck in a loop of addiction and so she was like yeah but I always like you know suppress that and so to she was like oh my god and then she just said that she was just freaking out like when they were taking her and she was like the moon looked huge and the stars and and she was just yelling she was so scared and then she, they took her into the barn and she said that she started like hyperventilating in the barn and she was just freaking out and um and then they finally you know she finally kind of came out of the medicine and that's when they brought her back but i asked her so how are you feeling now and she was like i feel so light like i feel oh my god like so much weight was lifted off me like she's she's like I would never be able to heal if I hadn't done this like and she only took one cup I was like damn girl like and it hit her right away I'm like I'm always jealous of these people that like it hits you right away with one cup I'm like I wish but I said man I think like the medicine had to show you like heaven and all these nice things because it was about to tear you down and so they were like they're probably like all right girl like we're about to take you to the pits of hell but first we'll show you something pretty so you know there is goodness out there um so yeah that's what happened and then i was able to come to my car and take a nap and then i wanted to film this for you guys because i don't know what's gonna happen um you know throughout the day and i wanted to be able to update you guys um uh by the way there's like half the people here follow me on social media so that was pretty cool everybody's like oh my god i follow you and i'm like oh my god and then like you know uh yeah I, I don't know how many people are here because of my videos um i know some of them are so i wonder i really want to take like a group photo with people that follow me so i'm gonna try to do that at some point hopefully and then um and yeah so now i'm gonna go and take a shower i took like I don't know maybe a three hour nap i'm really tired but i need to take a shower and eat um so i'm gonna eat and then probably chit chat with some people i gotta charge my phone because i just got my warning my battery's gonna die and i will update you guys so tonight is probably gonna be the same thing and then the thing is that like once we're done with tonight then we go straight into morning ceremony hopefully tonight we don't do it too late because last time we did it so late that we literally like started at midnight drinking we're done at 6 a.m and then started third ceremony at 9 a.m like literally within three hours it was like bam 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 so hopefully we don't do that because I do want to take the time to like update you guys in between but if I can't I'll update you when I can um so that's the update and yeah I also forgot to tell you guys um when girls are on their period he calls you up he's like if you're on your period come up and then he like breaks off this like tree bark thing and then he like prays over it and then you have to put it like in your underwear like right where your uterus is pretty much and then leave it in there i don't know why i'm gonna ask but um this was like so annoying because it was like breaking off in my underwear um but yeah uh i guess i had to do it i don't know why i'm guessing like the medicine affects you if you're on your period or something and i'm like why do i have to be on my period doing this fucking thing because i remember last time he called the girls up that were on their period and i was like oh i don't want to be on my period during it and i was so i mean there's a few of us so i don't know the purpose i will find out but i just wanted to let you guys know that it is currently a little past eight in the morning after night two.
I've slept about maybe an hour to two hours. Um, I thought that this was going to be like a pretty quick and easy night. I was wrong. Um, oh my gosh. First of all, I hate that if I look at myself, I'm like looking off camera, but I also like, I thought it was weird and I was looking at myself after filming the other one and it was like, I look like I wasn't, whatever. You guys don't give a shit. Just listen to the story. Okay. So <clears throat> last night ceremony started around nine, um, around 9 p.m. Okay. Like maybe actually I think we started at, sorry, I'm going to plug. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to plug the phone in because I want to hold the camera. So anyway, <clears throat> started around like 9.30 to 10 and I set my intentions and I was like, please let me see like blissfulness and peace and feel God's love and um you know let me <laughs> let me know <clears throat> that I'm doing what I need to do to like help humanity right that I'm that I'm doing my job right okay so I drink my cup and he had like just made the ayahuasca so it was really hot and I hate when it's hot and it's like very acidic so <clears throat> I drank it and, um, ugh, it just like makes you gag right away. Well, it makes me gag right away. And then I, uh, go back to my mat and right away, like ayahuasca hits me on both ends. So I'm like, mm, time to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and I'm like purging and on the toilet at the same time. And, um, and then I go back to my mat and I'm like, okay, cool. Like now I can just sleep, right? Wrong. So I'm laying down. And I'm thinking, like, I'm just going to doze off. And then, sorry, if I burp through this, you guys will understand why, okay? Because I have it trapped inside me. So, <clears throat> um, I, I'm i thinking I'm going to doze off. And then there's... uh, So, last night was very quiet. There wasn't really any freakouts. And if there was a freakout, which there there must have been because I heard somebody in the barn... There's barn. Um, in the barn, like screaming. So I was like, oh, they must have pulled her while I was in the bathroom. Um, but there wasn't really any freakouts. But the guys were like purging a lot last night. I feel like I didn't really hear the guys night one. The guys were purging a lot. The girls kind of just like fell asleep. Um, so the guys were purging, and there was one guy who was like purging from the depths of his soul. You could feel it, you could hear it where he's like, oh, you know, it's like coming out. And at one point, he's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, mood, bro. You know, like in my head, I'm like, I feel you. Uh, and then <laughs> my fucking, I don't know, empathetic or whatever the fuck ass was like, oh, he doesn't want to do this anymore. So now you need to take some of it on. Yeah. So right then, I was like, oh, time to go to the bathroom. I like had to run to the bathroom. And this time, like usually when you go to the bathroom inside because I don't. I don't want to do anything where people can hear me, but the other, the other ones were closed. Like people were using them. So there's a bathroom outside and it was like right next to where he was throwing up. So I'm on the toilet while he's throwing up and I'm like, like it's coming out. Like I'm just like feeling his pain. And so I'm like, oh, I'm like feeling his pain. And he's like, oh, oh. and then the minute he's done vomiting, I'm done. I was like, you're welcome whoever the fuck you were i'm sure you he doesn't know but i'm like i'm sure that you think that like that was the worst it could have been worse it's just that i took on some of your pain so at that point i was like 
it was like kind of confirmation that like I am I really do take on others pain and to help uh, the collective and I know that that's like you know part of my whole mission is to take on like kind of go through the pain for others so I was like okay thank you for the confirmation that I'm doing what I need to do to help humanity but it sucks that I'm constantly feeling the pain of others without meaning to or wanting to so I'm done with that once he's done and then he's peace and quiet so I'm like okay great he's done great go back to my mat and then I start feeling nausea and I knew that it wasn't my nausea because this happened to me after the first time of ayahuasca where I started feeling the collective's nausea so I started feeling all of the collective's nausea again and I'm like oh, fuck and then right then a bunch of the guys started throwing up and I'm like yeah can you guys get it out please because I can feel your nausea I know it's not my nausea and it's fucking annoying so they were getting it out and then the minute that they would stop throwing up my pain would go away and I'm like thank you then I started feeling like I had to burp and so then I was like oh great now I have to burp and then people and then I started hearing people burping and I'm like okay good get it out get it out guys so then they started burping and then it turned to me so last time this happened too on on Sunday on the third day where I was feeling the collective's energy and like feeling all their pain and then once I was done feeling all their pain then it turned into like you know me and it wasn't pain it was um that's when I started seeing the thing about the water like I saw they were poisoning the water and I saw you know and that's when you know mother nature called me outside and all that shit but that's when my trip started you know so so then um I was like okay so apparently I'm done with the collective okay now my turn so I started feeling like really bad acid reflex um and I suffer from acid reflex like I've always had acid reflex um just really really bad like burning and it's always burned here and I know for some people when they say acid reflex like heartburn so they feel it like down here no mine's always been like right here in my throat chakra and I was watching uh heal a documentary on Amazon Prime and it talks about how like all of your trauma manifests itself physically in the body and they mention when you get acid reflex, it's because you have like anger inside of you. And so that's how acid reflex feels. It feels like it's burning inside of you. And so you have manifested your anger into acid reflex. So right away I knew. I was like, okay, this isn't just like regular acid reflex. This is like a ball of fire that's in in me that needs to get out because of 35 years of anger that needs to get out so i was like all right time to get this shit out um that i don't even know it was like so trapped inside me and i was like trying i was like hitting my chest i'm like trying to burp myself i'm like man I'm like trying and trying to get it out and I would like do little burps but it just like man it just so stuck so then there was one of the staff members walking around and I'm like hey I know this is gonna sound really weird but do you think you can hit my back because I feel like I have to burp but I can't get it out and he was like hold on I know what you need and so <clears throat> told you guys 
so he went and got this guy tony who worked on me last time i think i told you guys about him so last time i had my my stomach was really fucked up too and um it wasn't as a reflex though it was like i was on the toilet like the entire time so he did a lot of energy work on me and and he was able to subside my pain he pulled a lot out of me and it was great and uh we had just had um before ceremony oh my god i can still feel it before ceremony um oh, fuck. <sighs> sorry guys it's like right here <sighs> before ceremony um we had done a reiki reiki class and tony was there and i had told and joe was there and joe's the one who helped me with um being like remember you have lungs and they were both there and i and i mentioned in the class how they both are like have healing hands they both helped me so much so it was you know convenient that the guy was like let me get tony for you because he wasn't in the class so he went and got tony for me and tony came comes over and he does his like energy work on me he had me lay down on my back and he starts to like like pull it out of me but he also started like pushing down on like my stomach and we could feel where the gas was like trapped and it was like moving around in there and then it felt so painful like when you would push down I'm like ah and he was like mm -hmm, I can feel it I can feel it and so he started like pushing it up you know he was like down here he's like oh, you know going like that so that it could get out of me so I'm like okay and then he was like okay sit up and it should start coming out now and so I like sit up and I'm like Ugh, you know it's like start to come out and so it's not like at this point it's not like a deep purging it was like this like little bits of fireballs that needed to get out that I'm like okay like Ugh, you know getting it out and so he's like yep there you go like get it out you know but I couldn't really get it fully and then and then the, he was like, hold on, I'm going to get you a hair tie. And I was like, oh, I actually have one. And I put my hair up and he was like, okay, Alex. And before he could say anything else, I'm like, oh, in the bucket, like purging. He's like, there you go. And he's like, enjoy your journey. And I'm like, thank you, Tony. Love you. You're the best. As I'm like, in my bucket. So I'm like purging in my bucket. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm getting it out. I'm getting it out, you know? And then I was like sober before, you know, I was just like feeling all this stuff, but it wasn't like a body or head high but the minute I started purging um I felt the effects and so I got like lightheaded and dizzy and like weak so I was like fuck I gotta go to the bathroom again and so which I gotta go to the bathroom right now so um so I asked for help and so I had to get another staff member and I'm like can you help me to the bathroom and she was like yeah so she helps me to the bathroom inside thank god inside because we come inside and i go to the bathroom and i'm like oh my stomach like before we can even close the door i'm like oh my stomach and i close the door and i like run to the toilet and i have my bucket with me and i'm like Whoa! like purging in my bucket while it's coming out the other end at the same exact time it's like this is what happens to me this is what happened to me on combo like both ends which i i haven't told you guys the combo story i need to do that um both ends and then my, the first night both ends and every time both ends so i'm like oh my god this is like painful so i was like okay i understand i have a lot of shit literally inside me that needs to get the fuck out so i'm like 
purging like again from the depths of my soul like in the bucket like hard fucking core and so that's when I'm like you know I start just talking out loud and realizing like hey you have a lot of anger inside you you have a lot of resentment you're holding on to a lot you have to let it go you have to let it go because I know that you want to see all of this like beautiful stuff and heaven and bliss but you can't skip steps you have to go through the work you got to figure this shit out let it go and then we can get there you can't just jump ahead and so it like clicked you know i'm like okay i can't i can't just skip steps i have to do this so i started like thinking about my mom because i know that it's about my mom so mom if you're watching this i went through a lot of pain i keep going through a lot of pain because of the trauma that i have from you but i'm working on it and i kept telling myself hey you cannot hold on to this because you picked her to be your mom so that this could happen so that you could be here right now okay and had you not picked her and she hadn't you know done the things that she had done then you wouldn't be where you are now you had to go through this so stop being angry stop being angry you literally asked her to do this before you came here. You picked her. You said, you, I'm going to pick you so that you can do all this shit to me and so that I can become the person I am because this is my purpose. Like, I have to go through this. So you're just mad that she's playing her role very well, okay? She's playing a role and she's playing it well. And it's like, I. it's not that I, I want to be... It's not like it just happened when I was a kid, though, because it's like to this day, if I didn't have her blog, she'd be attacking me because she did. That's why I blocked her. Um, but it was just like, I was like, OK, stop being angry. Stop holding on to it. You have to let it go. So I just kept saying like out loud while I'm like vomiting. I'm like, you got to let it go. Get it out of you, blah, blah, blah. And then at that point, like Joe knocks on the door and kind of cracks it open. She's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like um okay i'm just letting out a lot of shit <laughs> and then she's like okay like that's fine like we do our thing but you know um you know process but just making sure you're good and i'm like yeah and then i was like letting out more and then finally wrap it up and when um tony had started doing the like energy work on me um the shaman had called for a second cup obviously i'm like in the middle of fucking doing this like um purging shit so uh i didn't i didn't go get a second cup and i didn't want to do a second cup i didn't want to do a second cup since the beginning i was like i only want to do one cup tonight i don't want to do two um and then especially with the shit i was feeling inside me and so i come out of the bathroom and joe's like good job you did so good you let out so much and i'm like i know and i was like so weak because my whole body had like been through it and she was like all right let's go for a second cup and I was like Joe I can't I cannot do a second cup and she was like no that's why you're here and I was like no I literally cannot do a second cup and I and I didn't explain it to her well I did tell her I was like there's still more inside me that needs to get out and she's like yeah so if you drink another cup it'll come out I'm like no you don't understand because it's like if I had drank a second cup it would have like taken me back to the bathroom again and my body was so weak at this point i was like losing so many electrolytes and everything like i was like 
so weak I was like I can't do a second cup and it's also because like because I feel it right here it was like a blockage so I was like if I try to do a second cup right now um it's not it's like oil and water that's how it, it was feeling in my head I'm like right now I can't do a second cup because this needs to come out first before I can try to put something else down in there and so um she was like being like well I don't want you to like have any you know oh I should have I could have or what ifs and I was like I know but I'm so tired Joe and I like had put my head on the counter and she's like I know and I was like just thinking about a second cup right now it's gonna make me throw up and I had the bucket there and I was like oh I was like gagging and she's like okay 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 and she's like let's get you back to the mat we'll we'll worry about second cup later or maybe you can do two cups tomorrow because like she's like you know there's a reason for the dosage and I'm like and then uh, she's like you'll will you do two cups tomorrow I was like we'll see how I feel and she was like well you know just remember it's like the dosage the proper dosage right but I'm not gonna make you do anything you do whatever you want and I just knew that my body just could not handle another cup it was like it it no the thought of it like I absolutely not so so we go back to the mat and and then um I'm trying to think so she was like oh in case you change your mind like let me know I'll bring you another cup and I'm like yeah I'm not gonna change my mind at this point I'm so tired so I'm like okay great I can sleep now so I like lay down but no no that ball of fire wanted to sit right here and felt like I was going to like choke on my vomit if I was laying down so I'm like at this point it's like 12 12 30 i was like wow it's so early okay well maybe i could get this out and go to bed no so i was like okay so i get up and i'm like i spent like no joke three hours trying to get this shit out of me and i and and some of it would come out like i was on all fours like had dry heaving like over my bucket like trying to get it out rocking back and forth like every position holding my hands over my head like doing whatever I could to get this shit out of me and um at one point I even had to ask for like a staff member I'm like can you please like burp me pretty much because it's stuck in there and so she was like hitting my back and it was like starting to come up and and again what was coming up was like little balls of fire it's like I would spit up just like little balls of fire of acid it was straight acid straight like stomach bile so I knew I was thinking because I had eaten a muffin before ceremony and I was like is it because I ate that muffin because I ate a muffin in the morning and I was fine but now I like all I feel is acid reflux and then also I was thinking oh maybe it was like the the ayahuasca because it was hot and it like burned going down it did it was really hot and so it burned going down so I was like oh maybe that's what it is but I also just knew that it's like the anger built up inside me you know so I was like okay and so my hair is such a mess bro okay so um she burnt me for a bit I let it out the musicians would come around and like do like you know the shit on me play their instruments above my head and it would trigger it and I would start letting it out and this was for like three hours just I'm like get out of me get out it's like every time I thought it was almost done no there was more so later um I had asked the girl again I'm like can you burnt me again and so she came over but at this this time there was another staff member next to her and she stopped her and she was like uh -huh. and she like 
waved her over and she was like oh she has like trapped gas she asked me earlier to like burp her and she was like i think she told her like no they have to do it on their own because technically they're not supposed to touch us or help us because we have to go through this alone so i think um that's what was happening well i think that's what she told her like no you you have to let her do it and i was like i wasn't gonna get mad because i was like i know that that's part of the plan um oh i wonder if i could just leave this here and hopefully it won't fall so if it falls sorry so um yeah i was like okay that's fine i get it i have to do it on my own right so i'm like trying and trying and trying and i kept getting this like feeling of being like go talk to the shaman and ask him for help but then i was like i don't want to ask him for help because what if he makes me drink a second cup and i really cannot drink a second cup right now but then i was like oh you're gonna have to talk to him because you, you need his help to get this out and so finally i just did it i was like i have to go talk to him because i couldn't get it out on my own so i get up and i walk up to him and i'm like i need your help and he's like you can't purge and i was like it's like a ball of fire sitting in my chest and I know it's from anger. I know it's built up anger. I cannot get it out. And he was like, okay, I need you to drink water. So he gets me a water bottle and I drink like half of the water bottle. And he was like, we're going to get this out, but you just have to drink water first. I'm like, okay. So we drink water. I drink water. And then he brings out his little rapé thing. Okay. For those of you who don't know what rapé is, it is like, um, it is a tobacco that gets shot up your nose. So it's like this pipe and then the tobacco will be in it and he'll be like, and it'll go into your nose. And I 100% do not want to do this. Like the first time that we did ayahuasca, I watched people do that. And I was like, how the fuck not? I'm not doing this. And people have described it as like, it's like fire in your head. And so I was like, no. And because I'm really sensitive with my nose, like, people know like you know don't touch my nose like I have I've always had really bad allergies my nose is very 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 sensitive and I've had like sinus issues so I was like hell no and they literally said like if you have sinus issues you probably shouldn't do the rapid so when he pulled it out he starts doing his prayer I was like wait 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 what is this and he was like we're gonna do rapid and I was like no please please I really don't want to do rapid please please I have really bad sinuses he's like it's okay it's good for your sinuses I don't know if it is, but he was like, you're going to do it. And I was like, <sighs> and he was like, trust. And I was like, wait, I'm so scared. What do I do? And he was like, don't breathe. Okay. Just hold your breath and I'm going to blow it up your nose. And I'm like, I was like freaking the fuck out, bro. I felt like the tears coming already. And then he does, he did it like so fast and he goes, oh my God. It was like, when you get water up your nose but with fire okay it was like <clears throat> my brain exploded i felt it through like all here just like fire and i was like ah! and like i didn't scream loud i was up on the stage at this point by the way where he's like doing his ceremonies and i was like <laughs> and i just start crying and the tears are like rolling and i'm in my bucket i'm like <laughs> and he's like okay other nostril and i'm like what and he was like you need balance and i was like and I did need balance because it really, you can only feel it on one. So then he does the other one and it was like, Poof! and it, and it did balance out, but it was like, Poof! my head. And I was like, ah! and I was like, whole, I was like in my, my bucket, but like, I, I wasn't throwing up yet, but I was just like, ah, ah, ah! and it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like literally fire in my head, up my nose through everything. And it just like makes you like 
so lightheaded and dizzy and like I lost all function of like my body like I wanted to just like poof, I thought I was gonna pass out I don't know how people do it standing up like people will go up there get it done and then walk back to their seat to their mat I'm like I legit had like no strength at all and um and then he was like live in the anger like be in the anger like let it out you know like it's okay to be angry and I just was crying and um and I was like can I blow my nose and he was like yeah and I like blew my nose and it's just like like brown or black because of the tobacco and I'm like <laughs> like I can feel the weakness in me I'm just like <sighs> and, and then uh, and then it starts coming out and he's like yep like let it out and I'm just like <sighs> and it's like coming again like so like my whole body is like jerking into the bucket and I'm like crying and I'm shaking and I'm like I can't even hold the bucket and I'm just like <sighs> you know it was so bad and my whole body turned to fire i am sweating profusely i'm like oh my god i can't breathe but i couldn't i didn't have the strength to like take my sweater off i had sweats and my socks and my sweater and my hoodie and i didn't have the strength to take it off as so i was like oh my god i need help i need help and so then there was like one of the staff members was up on the stage and i was like oh, can you help me and uh, he came over and i'm like i have to take i have to take the sweater off i'm sweating so he pulled the sweater off me and i'm like drenched within seconds like i was drenched in sweat and i'm like oh my god oh my god and it was like so hot and like it's not hot like obviously we're all wearing sweats so i was just like oh my god and then i'm like you know, I'm like so weak and then my legs are like sweating profusely. But then I'm like, I don't have the strength to take off my pants. And I have shorts underneath. They tell you to layer. You That's why you want to layer because you never know how your body's going to react to anything. So I have shorts underneath and then um, I really needed more paper towels to keep blowing my nose. And there was nobody around. And then at this point, like Vitaly had drank, but I think he was not really in the medicine at this point. And he got up and I was like, Vitaly. And then he like, walked. I was, I was like, oh. and I pointed at the paper towels and he like ripped off a bunch of paper towels. And I was just like blowing my nose and blowing my nose, and like spitting out the tobacco, like go on, whatever. And, um, and then one of the other staff members walks by and I ask her because she's a girl. I'm like, can you help me take my pants off? I have shorts on underneath. I just have to take my pants off. I'm dying. And she was like, okay, yeah. So she helped me take my pants off. And she's like, let's move to the grass. It'll cool you down. And I was like, I think I have to poop. <laughs> like, I felt it. And she's like, okay, let's go to the bathroom first. So I go to the bathroom. And I let out what I can. And I still feel it. Still feel it in my chest. And so um, after I'm done with that, we go to the grass. I go to the grass and I'm just sitting in the grass. And she's like, did you purge it out? And I was like, no, there's still more in there. And she was like, okay, drink water. It'll help. So I drink some water and I'm just like over the bucket, like trying to get it out. And it's just still stuck in there. I'm like, dude, I just want to fucking sleep. What a great night it would have been if I could have just slept, right? So, um, then the sprinklers were going to come on at this point. Cause it's like, you know, about to be. I don't know, like four in the morning at this point. So then they have to move everybody that was on the grass back to their mats. So then I go back to my mat and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can't lay down because I still feel this burning inside me. And I was like dead set on not going to sleep until I get this shit out because I know that it, um, I've done it for years with my acid reflex is I just sleep it off and I suppress it and that's like burning in my esophagus and I I think like I don't know if I have 
ulcers but at one point I thought that I did have ulcers because I was getting a lot of the symptoms because of acid reflux and um and so I was like I can't you know I just couldn't sleep it off I refused to sleep it off so I was like you're gonna get out of me I'm not I'm not just gonna go to sleep and surprise you like you're gonna get out so I'm like sitting here like try and push it out again and then one of the helpers walks by which is the one that helped me with like taking my pants off and I told her I was like you know I explained it to her I was like I just I know that it is like a ball of fire of anger and and I just like need to get it out and she was like and what's what's underneath the anger and I was like I don't know and she was like think and I was like I know that it's it's love because it's for my it's my mom it's anger towards my mom and she was like okay I got you she was like connect back to the child version of you and she's like what is under the anger and I was like I'm just really hurt and she was like mm -hmm. okay let's sit in the pain think about the pain and I just got like sad and like I didn't cry but I had like under underneath my eyelids they were watery and I was like can I hug you and she was like yeah and she gave me a hug and then she's like I'm gonna sit behind you and I'm gonna hold you like a baby and I was like okay so she comes up behind me and she wraps her arms around me and then she had me kind of lay like kind of across and I was just so uncomfortable because one, I had my hair in a bun, which was like right here. So it was like in the way. So my head was like propped up Two, um, because of the wrapping, I felt like so much pressure in my neck and in my shoulders. It was still in there. And she was like, get comfortable. And I was like, oh, I just I'm so uncomfortable with, with this pressure. And I took my hair down and everything. And she's like, I know. And then she's like, just listen to the music and connect to your inner child. Connect to before the pain started, you know? So I'm like sitting here thinking and, you know, connecting. And I'm just like sad. And um, she's just like, you know, rubbing like, you know, my hair and whatever. And I'm just like, <sighs> just sad. And um, because I was like, you know what would be nice? If my mom could just love me for me. And not try to like change who I am. And she will say, oh, I love you no matter what. But her actions say otherwise. Because when she's blowing me up, my phone and telling me I have demons inside me. Um, doesn't sound like you love me no matter what. And also when you want me to believe what you believe. Doesn't sound like you love me no matter what. It sounds like you want to control me and make me be the version that you want me to be. And then you'll love me. So I was like, if you could just love me for me and accept me this would all be better but no so now I have to deal with the pain and suffering because you don't want to accept me for me and a lot of people are like oh well it's not about them it's about you that you don't need their acceptance and it's like okay but it's my mom and I hurt because I love her and I would like for her to love me unconditionally no matter what but no, there are conditions to her love. And so it's hurtful. And I don't want to get to the point where I'm just like, I just don't give a shit 100% about her opinion. And I know that that's what people say. It's like, oh, it's like you got to get to the indifference. But I'm like, I don't want to because then I feel like I've made such a disconnect and like that I that it doesn't affect me that it's like, I'm still human. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still human. I 
still my mom so it would be nice if you know what i'm saying like it it just would be so much easier if she could just accept me for me but i can't control her so anyway she is like hey just like sit in it and don't force it out it'll come out when it has to you know just lay down so i lay down but as i'm laying down it's like i can feel it like right here like i'm it felt like i th there was like vomit sitting here and i was just like swallowing it every time so you know when you get really bad acid reflex it feels like it comes up and down so that's what it was feeling like so i was like <clears throat> so i was like oh my god and so i kept like at that point i think i like dozed off for a little bit oh my god it hurts so bad at that point i like dozed off for a minute and um but i still because it obviously it's still happening right now so i was like oh my god this is exhausting bro so around like i want to say like 5 a.m um one of the staff was walking by and i was like hey do you know if anyone can help me i have tried to get this fucking gas bubble out of me at first it was like an anger like a ball of fire um but it doesn't feel that way anymore and it doesn't feel that way right now like there is a little there is burning but i just feel like the bubble the gas bubble in my chest <clears throat> oh, so sorry guys but like this is in real time this is what's really happening you're getting the raw footage okay so um he was like okay give me a minute like he's like let me tap into you so he taps in and he was like okay can you describe what you're feeling and i said it feels like there's a bubble of air that's floating around in me and then it keeps coming up and before it can it gets here and then it goes back down and then it floats around and then it gets here and then it goes back down and he was like okay and how the fact that you can't get it out how does that make you feel and i was like it makes me feel like i have no control because i kept telling my body like hey this isn't your body like you know what i'm saying like i was telling the fireball this isn't your body this is my body like you don't get to just live in here i don't want you in here anymore i want you to get out i'm in control but it just wouldn't get out so then i told him i feel like i i'm i don't have any control and he was like right so and i was like which is what this whole thing is about because I know that all tonight has been is about my mom who I felt like I had no control because she just wanted to control everything that I did. And also, I told him this, also my mom used to tell me that she just felt like she had this like gas bubble stuck inside her and like couldn't get it out and was like, oh, I just feel gas like trapped in my chest and she couldn't get it out. So I was like, so now I'm feeling what my mom felt. And he was like, right so make the connection okay so you are now feeling what your mom felt inside her and because she had was holding on to this is the is the reason that she acted the way she did when people feel like they're not in control then they try to control the things that they can and so when she felt like she like i knew what he was saying and he doesn't know the story of my mom but i knew that it's like because she felt like she had no control over situations and trauma that happened to her then she was going to try to control anything that she could around her 
to feel in control because she's not in control of her emotions and herself because she's not looking within. She's looking outside of her. What is wrong with everyone else instead of looking within mom? So she's looking at everyone else and being like, what's wrong with everyone? Lots of projection instead of being like, what is wrong with me? Let me heal myself. Let me go back to my inner child when nobody was there for me. Let talk to that little version of me when I got abandoned at this age, when I felt unheard, when nobody cared about me. That's the stuff that she's dealing with that she refuses to tap into. She doesn't want to deal with it. So she's then is like, okay, let me control everyone around me. If I can control the world around me, then everything will be okay. And it's like, no, you need to control yourself. You need to look within because you can't control the outside. So so of course I, I you know made that connection and then he goes okay so he was telling like going through the chakras and he's like you know the crown chakra and the root chakra are connected the throat chakra and the solar plexus which I don't want to move the camera but your solar plexus is right in between your rib cage um like right right in the pit of your stomach that's your solar plexus he was like, your solar plexus and your throat chakra are connected. And if you can't open up the pathway for those, then you're, it's essentially like how I was feeling with like the, if I drink ayahuasca, it was like oil and water. So I was like, so he's like, breathe and like open up your chakras. Don't worry so much about the throat chakra. Open up your solar plexus, open up your heart because the heart is connecting all of it. So Open up your heart, take a deep breath, slow, don't rush it, and just like sit in it and and like be okay with it because it's okay to feel this, you know, pain and hurt and feel what she's feeling. Now I feel like I'm going to get emotional. And it just made so much sense. And I told him, yeah, you know, I had this issue with Bufo, which I haven't told you guys that story either. I need to make a video about my Cambo Bufo experience. But on Bufo, um, Bufo is a frog poison that you smoke. And um, you're so, we were supposed to smoke it for 20 seconds straight. And I could not because I didn't smoke. So I just, it would get stuck right here. This spot, like the throat chakra, dude, because I know my throat chakra is so defined these freaking entities are doing anything to silence me anything that they fucking can to shut me the fuck up so when i was trying to smoke it would get stuck right here and i would just cough and cough and cough and so um but it was because after it finally hit because um okay so so when we started she susie who does the bufo said so it's dmt so it's about five to maybe 20 or 30 minutes depends on your trip um people usually have like an ego death and then like see seven levels of heaven or whatever see god is and everything's fine or they just go to the good or they you know experience death so that like they can get over their fear whatever the case may be and she goes but there are some people who throw up on it and if you throw up on it it's because you're holding a lot in your solar plexus and i was like what's the solar plexus like i didn't know what the solar plexus represented and the solar plexus come to find out i find out later i didn't know at the time because i didn't ask 
your solar plexus has to do with judgment, feeling judged and like confidence, right? Because it's kind of your ego. Your solar plexus is like your ego. It's right in the center of everything. So um, when I finally, Abby, so I like, I was trying to smoke and I couldn't get through the 20 seconds and I got really frustrated because, um, you know, it got like a lot of pressure. Like everybody had their trip and she had like used like so much on me and I couldn't get it. And I felt like I was wasting it. And so then I just started crying and Emily was with me and Emily is the one from ayahuasca the first time. And she was like, oh, what's wrong? And I was like crying on the mat and I was like, I'm so frustrated. I'm, I'm like so angry at myself. I don't understand why I can't do it. Everybody else can do it. Why can't I? And then I just told her how like I I was like, I don't want to feel judged. And then she's like, judged by who? And I was like, I just don't want to feel judged. Like I feel judged by everyone. And she's like, nobody here is judging you. And I'm like, not here. But like, I was like, it sucks to have the support of millions of people, but I can't have the support from my own fucking family, like my own parents. I'm like, and, and, you know, even with my sister, like I felt like she was judging me for doing all this stuff, which she'll say she's not, but I just felt the judgment and that could be my own projection, like my own perception that I'm feeling judged. I felt like I had imposter syndrome. So I was just like, I just feel so judged. And she was like, okay, nobody here is judging you. And honestly that's your own issues like nobody's judging you it's just you doing this to yourself you have to let it go you have to let go of what people are thinking about you and I'm like I know and so she's like by the way this is the medicine working in you even though you haven't really smoked and I was like I know and so then she was like do you want to try again or do you want to um do it another day which by the way that's pretty much the whole Bufo story but um I'll probably put it in a separate video for people who haven't watched this one um and I was like no I want to try again so then Susie came over and she goes hey let's try something different why don't we do three breaths of 10 instead of a long breath of 20 I was like I think that'll work because I also take very shallow breaths you know that until last night where I felt like I purged it out and I could take a deep breath again but my whole life has just been very shallow breaths so um so we did three breaths of 10 and then within the third one i was like oh i like laid down she's like she's gone uh no i wasn't within a second i was a bucket i need a bucket so they give me a bucket and i'm purging the whole time i was just like get out of me and i could feel like an entity that one it was in my solar plexus pulling down and i'm like get out and i like purged and purged and purged and i was like yeah so turns out that the solar plexus has to do with judgment and so i was like oh makes sense that i was feeling judged beforehand and that i vomited and so it's all connected okay so now with this with him being like the solar plexus and throat chakra are inner are the ones that are connected i'm like that makes sense because this is what happened to me during bufo and now it's happening to me here where like it's connected so he was like just sit in it sit in it it's okay um don't push it out it'll come out when it's supposed to open up your heart chakra open up your solar plexus don't worry so much about the throat chakra because it's a smaller chakra um if you open up your other chakras it'll help um you know not be so attacked and i'm like okay and then he was like he i i told him he was i was like man i just wish my mom could love me for me and not try to control me and he was like I know but um have you ever thought that you're your mom's mom 
like your soul is older than hers I was like yeah I know I am and he was like right that's how I see it too so just remember that you're showing her what love is you're showing you're gonna show her what unconditional love is and I'm like I know and so I'm like oh, it's just so annoying it's like every time I do this stuff it goes back to her and he was like yep that's what the medicine does you know especially ayahuasca it's mama Aya. she's gonna show you that and I'm like oh, it makes me not want to drink and he's like I know I'm like I don't want to drink anymore and like we're gonna drink again today and I'm like I don't want to and so he's like I know it's work you gotta do the work and so um he was like just don't worry because I I also told him I'm like you know the positive is that my mom watches my stuff um even though she hates it she's like a martyr she likes to just like self-torture and so um she watches my stuff to then be angry but I'm hoping that through my videos she can understand more and see that I'm doing this to heal and also she can heal herself and he was like don't worry about her healing only worry about yours and I was like I know I keep having to remind myself that her soul is on her own journey I cannot control it <coughs> I cannot control it I cannot fix it he was like exactly stop trying to fix everything because I feel like I how my mom feels like she has to control everything I feel like I can fix everything and like I have to fix everything for everyone so well I mean because I also felt like that growing up like okay let me do what makes other people happy because then they'll love me so if I can fix the problems and I can fix everything that takes me I've also been doing hypnotherapy and last session we worked on self-worth and we went back into like the hypnotherapy into when my whole feelings of like self like unworthiness started and it it went back to like as early as three maybe even younger because um I was born with um my like pigeon toed and so I had to wear special boots to straighten my feet out and also I couldn't roll my r's so then my aunt would like pay me money to like roll my r's so like at a young age I was all already thinking I was broken right like I'm already thinking like oh I have to fix these things about me and then it'll be better so and I'm a kid I'm a kid like I don't know the difference right I don't realize that they're just doing it to like help me speak better and help me walk better not have issues but as a kid in my little childlike brain I'm thinking oh I'm broken I have to be fixed so I figured that out during hypnotherapy um and so this is a lot of I've all the work I'm doing it's so hard like it is so rough all the stuff I'm doing and I'm like <sighs> I just don't want to feel pain anymore but when I was purging in the bathroom I told myself you want to see this glory like heaven but you have to go through this first you have to do the work you can't skip steps you want to get to the finish line without doing the work and you can't you have to work through it and so I'm like oh my god this sucks and I realized that the first ayahuasca session was more about figuring out my purpose okay so it showed me like why I'm here to help humanity ascend so that humanity doesn't destroy itself for a seventh fucking time 
it showed me why I'm here. It showed me the, like, what they showed me before I came. It showed me that, okay? I relived my birth. I had to relearn everything, pretty much. I had to learn how to ask for help because I never asked for help. Um, And then, and then it, you know, the second day showed me, like, or the third day, which was my second day because nothing happened day one. It showed me, um, you know, how they're, they're trying to, the negative energies are trying to kill humanity with the water and how we're killing the earth so it was all about my purpose okay my purpose is to help everything and everyone heal so again it's kind of hard not to want to fix everything when you know your purpose is to help humanity heal and that you're going to take on a lot of the pain for the collective so that the collective can heal which if you guys haven't seen my I don't know if I included that in it. I've I've shown screenshots of what my spirit guide said during my Akashic Record reading. And they said that like my religious trauma, re healing my religious trauma is part of the healing that I'm doing for the collective. And if you guys don't know Taylor who does the tarot readings, um, she told me a lot of the people that come to me from you um, are all uh healing religious trauma so i do believe that that's my purpose that's why i picked my mom because i knew she was gonna put me through this bullshit of religious trauma so that i could help the collective so um i i knew that i was like i have to go through this shit right like i have to go through this so um after that he just told me like yeah, just sit in it like lay down relax it'll come out when it's supposed to after he made that connection for me I was like, oh, thank you. Like, that actually makes sense. So I was able to fall asleep for a couple hours. Um, it got to the point where it subsided enough to where it wasn't, like, burning me. So I was like, okay, I was able to sleep for a couple hours. Um, and then they kind of woke everyone up with, like, the singing and chanting and kind of stuff. So that's when I got up. But I can still feel it. It's still sitting in my chest, this bubble. And I saw Courtney, who runs Hummingbird Church. And I told her how I had to do rapping. And she was like, he made you do rapping. I was like, girl, it's the worst thing. She's like, it's the worst thing ever. And I kind of gave her a rundown. And I was like, I just want to have a good experience. Like, I want to feel love. I want to feel bliss. I want to see heaven. And she was like, you know, it takes time. It does take time. She said, because you can't experience that until you work through this and I was like I know I literally said that to myself last night she was like I've been doing plant medicine for five years and I didn't have a good experience until a year ago I'm like fuck me and then I was like thinking that I'm like dude this is 35 years of trauma like it's not gonna be done in a day it's not and just when you think like oh i'm doing so much better like i'm good no there's still so much more healing to do there's always going to be more healing to do one of the ladies here is like 60s and she's been doing it since she was 13 and i'm like really like do you ever feel like it's over she's like it's never over she's all mama i is always gonna have something to show you every time and it's beautiful every time you learn every time and I, and this was before ceremony and I was like, I really hope I see something good. She's like, it'll be good. Whatever it is, it's going to be good. And it's like, this is physically not good, like in the moment, but it is physically good for the future because it's, I'm healing myself. I have to get this out. And, um, yeah, I just knew that. Well, and so like the first time it showed me my purpose, it's like, let's go to the beginning. Okay. Let's go to the beginning. Let's talk about why you're here. This is why you're here. Okay, you saw that? And that was all visuals. 
I've had no visuals this time. That was all visuals, all in the astral, spiritual, telepathically connecting with people. It was like, I got a sense of like consciousness. I got a sense of that. And also in that in that one, um, since we were inside the barn, I felt like the energy was very tight knit. And so like we were all one. This time it hasn't been like that. I think maybe because we're out in the open. So it's very interesting how different it is. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, I get that. So now in this session, it's been, this is about you now. Okay, so we saw why you're here what your purpose is <clears throat> oh my god oh uh, excuse me <laughs> we saw why you're here what you saw why you're here you saw what your purpose is you got some clarity on that okay now we have to heal you right now in this moment it's like it went from like a level you know like this now we're here we have to work on this so that we can get over here so let's work on that let's work on healing this and getting this all out before we can go on and i'm like how much longer is this gonna take <sighs> wow i didn't think i was gonna talk for an hour on this story but i'm glad that i am doing it in real time so that you guys know what's going on um so i'm really hungry but i also have really bad burping right there oh my god it hurts so bad it's right here i want to get it out so oh this horrible 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 feeling feeling like i have to burp and i can't get it out and then we're gonna be drinking soon <laughs> i don't want to do it you guys i don't want to i hope it's not hot this time because that's the shit that fucked me up um the hotness of it i don't like it when it's hot um so anyway that's what happened last night and this morning wish me luck for the third one and i really hope i don't have to do two cups joe better not push me to do two cups i hope that one cup is enough but i gotta do what i gotta do i gotta still let the shit out of me so yeah also i wanted to say that i did talk to some more people um and uh got their stories a lot of them are my followers so hey guys and a pattern that i noticed is that everybody got stuck in loops everybody like the first person i told you about got stuck in a loop of addiction another girl said she got stuck in a loop of like seeing the circus and she was like i just kept seeing like the circus i kept seeing like geometric shapes and colors and it this like wheels like like donut wheels like that that are like infinity and like never end and she like got stuck in that a loop of that over and over and over there was another girl who got stuck in a loop of um like sexual abuse and she was like she didn't want to see it she's the first one that had like a freak out where she was like no 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 i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to and it's because she told me later she's like i just didn't want to see it like because i didn't know if it was like did this happen to me and she blocked it out or is this like a generational thing like why am i seeing this she was like i don't want to see this so so she got stuck in a loop of that um and then another girl she was like i didn't get stuck in a visual loop i got stuck in a physical loop she noticed that she like wanted to get up use the bathroom walk around had the urge to talk to people but knew she couldn't talk to people went back to her mat and like you know, kind of just like laid down and then had to get up, go to the bathroom, walk around, had the issue to talk to people, couldn't talk to people, laid back in her mat. And then she did that like six times. And then she was like, this is getting old. So it's interesting that everybody says they get stuck in a loop for about six times. 
and um before they realize that they're stuck in this loop and can break out of it and i'm like that's because that's what humanity has been doing we've been stuck in this loop for six times and we're finally uh hoping to get out of it so that was an interesting um interesting find interesting connection that i made so definitely um you know be aware for what the loops are in your in your generations um you know in your lineage um if it's addiction if it's sexual abuse if it's physical abuse um whatever the case may be there's usually a pattern that we're here to break we all are here to break a pattern oh my god my stomach it's like i'm starving but i don't want to eat anything because i know it's going to give me more acid reflex so um yeah that that's why we're here we have to break these loops we have to break out of the cycle also if you haven't watched westworld watch westworld because it explains perfectly the loops that we're getting humanity stuck in anyways so i'm gonna get off here and i will uh update you guys after the next one bye oh my god you guys um oh okay so it is 12 30 and um we start ceremony in a couple hours but um, I just got this like spooning work done on me. Um, I'll show you guys a little bit. I don't know if you guys can see because I don't have eyes in the back of my head. But um, it's like, yeah, pretty, pretty freaking intense. So hopefully you guys can see that. Sorry. Oh, I can't see anything, but um, hold on see what I can do here I don't know if that's working anyway okay I'm sure you guys will see pictures at some point but um it's all over my back and all over my chest and shoulders and everything um so it's this girl Sarah who comes to the ayahuasca with hummingbird church and um she does it while you know we're here she does it for people um if they want a session done and she asked me if i wanted to do one because i told you know i was talking about how i still have that gas stuck in me and she was like oh what like my type of work will help with that and i didn't want to do it because i didn't want to be all bruised up but like dude i can't get this fucking burp out so i'm like <clears throat> okay i'll do it so um she worked on me for an hour and oh my god it was so intense bro and she was like just let out like whatever comes you know don't like hold back and at first of course you know i'm holding back i'm like oh people are like listening to me i don't want to be loud but that's part of my issue is like caring too much about you know if i'm too loud for other people or if i'm you know i'm always like thinking about i'm very self-aware so i'm always like oh how is this being perceived how are people feeling right now about what i'm doing <clears throat> i'm always putting others needs before my own so she was like i don't want you to think about that like literally just let it go and so i didn't even tell her that though but she just knew and so at first it took me a minute to really let go but dude once it starts because she's really like working on the spots that that needed to be worked on because i was holding so much like resentment and anger and frustration and everything of my whole life pretty much um and it got to the point where i just like i was bawling my eyes out 
and I was screaming like I like uh, like frustrated screaming because I want to get this fucking shit out of me and I know that it's rage like I know that that's what it is it's rage and it's so funny because I just went to a rage room and I was like I'm not angry anymore but yeah it's it's in there I've just very much suppressed it because um well I mean I've been healing so but it they're still deep 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 rooted in there rage um from you know from since I was a kid till now so um so I let that out and it's crazy because she my hair she would be t she would be working on like my chest area or like here like you know where my solar plexus is and I would feel it like in my fucking legs in my back um it was crazy because it's everything's connected and you know I told you guys earlier that the medicine was telling me that like I have to work on this and it was like alignment and that's exactly what we were doing was aligning um so I don't know when like she wanted me to see her again in two weeks but she's in LA and I'm in San Diego so it's like a drive so I was like I don't think I could do that but I'm gonna keep coming back for hummingbirds so I'll do it here and also I'm planning on being in LA like in September so maybe I could do it while I'm there because I'm also doing Bufo so in a girl's trip with Road to Roses and JK Ultra so um you know I'll try to do it then but um Oh my god. And so I can feel the burp start coming out now. It's slowly but surely coming out. There's still a little bit left in there, but it's it's starting to come out. But dude, that was so intense. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like she's releasing all of the, like, all of the baggage that you're carrying, you know? Like, sorry guys. It's still coming out. Um like all of the baggage that you're that you're holding on to like all of the guilt and the anger the frustration oh my god i want to get this out of me so bad and um yeah so so i would highly recommend oh my god i'm my chest is burning and i can like feel it in my back um but yeah, that's what she was saying. It's all just like rage and anger from, you know, my whole life. I cried a lot because it was really weird, the stuff that like it triggered. So she was working on like my, you know, this side, uh, my right side and your right side is masculine energy. And so of course, like when I did Bufo, you know, this was my dad, this is my mom. So when she started working on it, I just like started thinking about my dad and I was just like, I know I could put my sunglasses on, but then it'd be like that. And I don't know if you guys, I don't want you to be like looking at the phone. <laughs> like I just heard the person scream that's doing it right now. Um, so anyway, I started thinking about my dad and um, just like how hurt I am by him because I just felt like he didn't have my back. Like really when I was growing up because he you know just like let my mom you know be mean to me and then he would tell her like hey you know you're gonna ruin your relationship with her and she's not gonna talk to you one day and she just would tell him to shut up and that it wasn't his business as if I wasn't his daughter like he didn't make half of me so I felt abandoned by him in that way um 
because he didn't really stand up for me like he tried and then he just gave up I felt like he gave up on me and um and then he was like around but he wasn't like really there or involved just financially so so I felt like that abandonment with him and I was just crying because I was like dude like I need you I needed you and I need you because recently I talked to him and we had a great conversation for like three hours and it was great and you know he was by himself so he was like super chill and then like when then my mom got home and we hung up and then it's like he went back to like defending her and being on her side after that I'm like dude I just like opened up to you and told you so much shit and like I feel like we had a good conversation like talking like adults and then you just go and throw it all out the window so it's rough and so then the song butterfly kisses came to my head and i haven't heard that song since i was a kid if you guys haven't heard it like go listen to it because it used to make me cry as a kid all the time so it started making me cry now and then um and then she started working on the left side which is feminine so of course i thought about my mom and then i was just like i was like i can't do it anymore like i can't carry your burden anymore like i can't be feeling guilty because i want to be free of your chains like you know she she kept telling me to like let it out let it out like whatever the anger or scream or whatever and i and i wouldn't and she was like you know for someone who talks so much your throat chakra is very closed and i was like i keep finding that out i thought my throat chakra was very defined but clearly it's still very closed and wants to be silenced so um yeah she was just like let it out and you know by the end of it I was like rate like raging crying and everything oh it was painful but it was worth it because it's just like releasing all that you know and I could feel my body getting back to itself you know realignment realignment realigning um and yeah I just had to I had to like be like listen like I felt guilty I told her I was like I don't want to feel guilty and she was like it's not your you know like it's not your burden to carry like how they feel about what you're doing that's their problem they have to figure it out on their own kind of thing and it's true like it's really not my problem if they don't like what I'm doing like I'm an adult I'm 35 and they've you know controlled every aspect of my life up until now so I really shouldn't care um and like I said like they're just so focused on the outside that they're not looking within which is what I was doing was looking at the outside. Oh, I don't want people to like think I'm weird for yelling or I don't want them looking at me when I'm crying, you know, but I had to just let it go and be like, you're here to heal. And so are all of these people and none of these people give a shit. They're literally all working on themselves too. We're all fucked up. So I finally like let go and um, it was really good, but I really hope that this ceremony is is gonna be good and that I don't um I don't want it to be rough please god let it be a good one um yeah but I highly recommend her she's in Orange County in LA uh if you guys are interested and I invited her to the 9-11 meditation so hopefully she'll go if she's available so Anyways, alright guys, I'm gonna go do Reiki now, and um, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. We'll see, we'll see what happens next. Here we go. 
Okay, I am officially back home. I'm back home and it is Friday after ceremony, so which means that um, it's been a week since I did my first ceremony. Um, okay, I know you guys have been waiting for the update, so let me go ahead and give it to you again. I'm gonna be like looking at myself instead of the camera because it's so awkward. I don't know why this like looks so bad. Anyway, okay, so I didn't feel like putting any makeup on today. I'm like, you know what, the whole video I've done it without makeup. I'm not gonna put any makeup on, but I put my bracelets back on and my necklace. Okay, so last day. Okay, so last day was on Sunday and um you guys know that I had that huge like ball of fire inside me that I just could not get out. It literally felt like this just like ball of acid reflex that just didn't want to come out. It was so annoying. Sorry, I feel like I have to sneeze and so I'm like keep messing with my nose so that I don't have to sneeze. Uh, of course, the minute I turn the camera on. So I had this like ball of fire. I did the spooning um, like I told you guys about that and then and then we went into I did like this Reiki class, which was really cool. So I was trying to do everything like she asked for volunteers I'm like please me get this ball of fire out of me please so um I did that but it, it didn't work uh the ball of fire did not leave me <laughs> so oh my god that was so annoying okay so then finally the last day comes and um Sunday and we do I'm like okay you know what like I've tried everything I've tried to get this ball of fire out of me um this burp it was just stuck it was like burning right here right at your trachea like right where my throat chakra is and then it just felt like this gas bubble of a burp that just kept floating around and I could feel it like in my ribs in my back and then it would like come up like it had to come up and I'm like Ugh! and then it would just go back down I'm like oh my god it was so painful it was stuck for so long so anyway so sunday we started ceremony around like two to three i want to say it was it was honestly kind of late for but we were staying there we could stay there um sunday night so it wasn't that bad so um we started from two to three we did the final ceremony i took one cup i purged right away because it's just like just I literally like had my nose plugged the entire time they were like laughing at me because I literally was just like walking like nose plugged all the way back to my mat and my mat was like all the way in the back and I had to go back to my mat and I would like grab my mouth wash I'm like and then like an Altoid and then I would like grab the peppermint to smell I'm like oh it's so gross it's so gross um I think that's gonna be like the hardest thing is like going back and having to smell that and like drink it it's like after you throw up so much on it it just you know the sensory just like triggers it so um first cup I drank it I threw up literally right away um and then and then I got like really tired and so I laid down on my mat and I was just like oh getting sleepy so even thinking about it I'm like ah oh, sleepy it made me sleepy and then I'm just like okay um the girl next to me um I guess she left I think she went inside and got really sick so she was like on the toilet and throwing up and I was just like just having random thoughts nothing crazy I started having the song stick in my head um what's it called I don't have to sneeze <coughs> <coughs> thank you I'm sure some of you said bless you um that song um the once I was seven years old my mama told me go find a friend or you'll be lonely I don't know that song whatever I can't remember but that song was like stuck in my head and I'm like 
oh my god i can't get this song stuck out of my head and then i couldn't remember the chorus and so i was like okay look up this song like why is this song stuck in your head and then i had like the bruno mars like a bruno mars song stuck in my head too it was very weird which by the way i think bruno mars is in my birthday portal um according to astral assassin who does the birthday decos um sorry <clears throat> so that was interesting um yeah i really just didn't really have much going on i was just like okay is anything gonna happen no i just felt the medicine in me just like feeling drowsy and that was pretty much it and i wanted to take a nap but i couldn't fall asleep then a second cup started and i was like oh second cup already it was like within the hour he already called for a second cup so i was like do i want a second cup i don't know my stomach hurts do I want a second cup I got up to go to the bathroom and then I was like all right just go get a second cup because like nothing's really happened so just go get it so I went to get a second cup and then I went up there and I'm like like this is me like the entire time like when I went up there the first time I was like <sighs> and he was like laughing at me and then I went up for a second cup and I was like here we go again you know and then he's like he goes up and then he like tells one of the girls he's like watch me because i'm gonna touch her make sure my hands are clean you know he was just cleaning his hands or whatever and then he goes and then he comes over walks around the table and i was like what are you gonna do to me and he's like that's your problem i'm like i know i was like what is he gonna do so then he did like the third eye ritual thing on me again and i'm like oh shit okay like where is this gonna send me you know and so i was like all right here we go and so then he gives me the cup and i like just walking down the little steps i'm like oh, and he's like don't throw it up i'm like okay i'm like holding it in oh my god okay so i had to go back to the mat and they were like watching me like you can't throw it up i'm like okay and then i'm just like holding it in holding it in like breathing the peppermint breathing the peppermint and then um after like it settled then i could feel like the you know because i'm still feeling that burp inside me and so after it settled finally um i threw up because it had to get that burp out of me and i felt like that the majority of like that release and i was like oh thank you thank god oh my god i needed to get that out of me so I purged that and then um and then I was like waiting and I started seeing like little shapes and I was like okay here we go like let's go to another dimension please take me somewhere nice please take me somewhere nice I was like really scared and I think my fear of um going somewhere that like I didn't want to go um blocked me because nothing happened so I was very anticlimactic and I know last time you know he did my third eye thing and I think because I was so like had no idea what the fuck was gonna happen I just like went with the flow and this time I really stopped myself like I really was like <gasps> like scared every step of the way because I was really scared that like I was gonna see bad stuff it was so hard so um so at this point I'm like laying on my mat and then the girl next to me comes back so she had like gone to the bathroom and they had put her on the grass to ground herself and so she had her whole trip and then she was done and um and then she was done and she was like being loud she was just like talking and being like well i'm done like i'm ready to go blah 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 and i'm just like still trying to like process mine so then she kept like talking out loud and so i asked her to like Shh, be quiet you know she's like oh sorry and then her friend was next to her and then she was having a great trip she was loving it um but then it got to the point where they kind of were like talking like oh my god da -da 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 -da, which i get because like that was me the first time but like i was being so triggered by people talking and it wasn't just them everybody got really loud so actually um there's one lady there who um when Taita, the shaman when he came and he was like playing his harmonica and he had like these leaves things and he was like Ch -ch 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 
like on people and stuff he came over her and I don't know I think maybe she must have talked to him or something because he like knew to go to her and then he was like doing it over her and she just let out like <sighs> she was like literally like like she started off like ah, 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 and then it got louder and louder and louder and my sister's working so I can't get like super loud but she just let out like this she was on all fours over her bucket and she was like ah, ah, and just like let out the biggest screams from like the depths of her soul and I was like yes girl let it out and she just let out these like huge screams and like when people let out those screams I'm like what are they feeling what are they seeing i want to know because to me it sounds like um they're just going down the spiral of things you know because remember i like i told you guys that i saw this like um you know humanity is drug itself and i'm like are they going through down the spiral like what are they seeing and um and then she let out and i think once she let out that big stream everybody was like felt really comfortable just being loud because after that everybody was being super loud and talking and like um and everyone just started like you know <laughs> laughing out loud everybody was laughing out loud or um or just screaming out loud or it just got so loud and I was so triggered which like last time on Sunday I think it was kind of like that like people were just more comfortable like being loud outside so I was stuck inside the barn so it was different for me but this time like we were all outside and I was like oh my god the noises are too much like they're too loud like I just want to I couldn't think like I could not think with my own thoughts just everyone was being so loud and then when the shaman walked by I asked him if he could ask people to be quiet and then he was like oh just find another place to go where am I gonna go everybody's being quiet and I'm like and also like I was under the medicine so I was like really tired like I couldn't walk and so I'm like what the fuck and then like one of the other facilitators walked by and I'm like hey can you like help me move somewhere quiet like I can't deal with all the sounds right now and he was like okay hold on so then he went and talked to the shaman and the shaman told him to move me to the grass but like I'm all the way in the back and then the grass is all the way in the front so I'm like oh Okay, so I'm just gonna have to keep dealing with everyone being loud like that's not what I want I want to get away I want to go as far away from here as possible so I can be in peace and quiet so um he was like hey he wants you on the grass I'm like dude I don't want to go on the grass and he's like that's where he wants you I'm like oh he's so annoying I was like so annoyed because I was like is he trying to make me like deal with my triggers is that like his thing to like make me get over it you know because I really just wanted peace and quiet so I was like maybe he he thinks it'll be better if I'm just like in the midst of the chaos to like really overcome it because you know the only way out is through um so anyway we move up to the grass and then there's one girl next to me who's kind of just talking to herself and then there's another girl next to me who's like <coughs> just like clearing her throat it felt like I'm guessing she had something stuck in her throat and so she just kept like <laughs> making all these sounds and I'm like oh my god I can't do this I can't I can't do this I cannot be next to all these sounds they're so triggering they're so loud everybody's so loud and then after that people just started like screaming out loud and being like I love you guys and like and then one girl started like confessing when she like lost her virginity and like it's something about it being her most embarrassing moment and she was like being so loud and I'm like oh my god I can't do this I can't like listen to these people being like so loud all the time and so I literally was like I can't I can't even think like I can't think with my own thoughts you know what I'm saying like everybody's thought everybody was was so loud that I, they were infiltrating my head and I was just like oh my god I just want quiet I just want silence I need silence please because I can't think right now so then um 
the shaman like came by playing an instrument and I like motioned to him and he was like hold on and then he sent someone over to me and then I'm like I really need peace and quiet can I please go somewhere quiet and then um the shaman was done playing his instrument and so they were like go talk to him see what he says so I went up to him and I'm like hey I really need quiet right now like these sounds are so triggering everyone is way too loud I need to be in silence he's like yeah just go inside so you know the place I showed you guys in the beginning so um so I ended up going inside and so one of the facilitators helped me get inside and oh, I was still tired from the medicine. So I went inside and he took me to the couch and there wasn't really anybody in there. So I was like, okay, good. Like, this is going to be good. I can just like rest here. Right. So then he took me to the couch and then I just got really sad and I, and I said, I miss my parents so much. I wish I could hug them. I'm, I'm like, ugh. and I just started like crying and I was like, do you know how much it sucks to like have your parents alive and not be able to just have them in your life because they don't accept you for who you are? I'm like, I was just like crying and I was like, I just want to hug them and them hug me and like actually like love me for me. And he was like, well, hug them. Like you can do it. And so he like had me do like an air hug and I was just like hugging myself. It's like, it's not the same, you know? But it was a nice effort. Um, I was just sad. I was like, I miss my parents. I just like, my sister was in Florida with my parents. And it's like, it would be nice if I could also like, just visit my parents and like, be normal with them. And them not be fucking trying to control me or judge me all the time. And so, um, I had asked him if I could put my headphones on because, I'm sorry guys. <sighs> I'm still so tired. Um... I had asked him if I could put my headphones on, my Bluetooth headphones, because I wanted to just listen to binaural beats and zone out and go to sleep because I'm so sensitive to sounds. Like, every little sound was, like, going to wake me up. So then he was like, um, he's like, let me teach you something. And he just, like, taught me how to just, like, be, th be within myself, close my eyes, and just, like, try to focus on myself. And then he was like, and then one of the girls was cooking the dinner meal. So then we could hear the sizzling and he's like, hear the sizzling, hear her chopping up the vegetables and it sounded like ASMR. And then he's like, that's what our parents used to do. And then that just made me cry even more because I'm like, why would you say that? And so I was like crying and then, um, and then he ended up like walking away or whatever. And then, um, and then there was another girl that was on the couch and then she's like, oh my God, I can't stop yawning. <sighs> Sorry. And then there was another girl on the couch and um she was like, I got you and she came over and like laid on my on my I was sitting up and so she laid on my lap and was kind of holding on to me. And she's actually a facilitator at another location. So I was like, Are you facilitating? Are you under the medicine? And then she was like, um and she like didn't answer me and then I was like I remembered that she had told me that this is her weekend to drink so I was like oh no you're under the medicine so like I didn't want to vent to her because I'm like if she's under the medicine then she's processing as well I don't want to bother her but I did mention some stuff about my parents and she asked me some questions and stuff and then um I had asked her like why she decided to come to this one and then she didn't answer me and I was like okay I was like maybe she like went off on our in her head somewhere went on her trip and then Courtney the head of hummingbird church came out and started talking to us and so I was like getting out of the medicine because there was so much like so much stuff going on everybody was talking people were coming in the house like getting food and stuff and I was like okay 
this is annoying because nothing is happening for me like I'm so tired I want to take a nap so I asked Courtney I'm like hey is anybody in your bed and she was like no and I was like do you think I could take a nap in there like I came in here for quiet but now there's way too many people in here she's like oh yeah girl like it's gonna be loud in here so I'll clean off my bed for you so she cleaned off her bed for me and then I went into her and her room and attempted to take a nap I think I like dozed off for maybe 30 minutes but not really so I went in there and I'm like what's wrong with me like the medicine didn't hit me this time I just got triggered by people and then we had to do closing ceremony so then I ended up like it, at this point it's like um around 8 p.m or something and so I came out of the room and um I feel so bad because I was talking to one of the facilitators um I came out of the room and um his name is Ryan and he was the one that like helped me so much last time I'm sure I talked about him in the first one he was the one that was like helping me go to the bathroom like every five seconds he's amazing and um and I came out of the room and he like gave me a hug and I was like where's the shaman I want to talk to him and he's like I think he's in his room I was like okay and then he's like are you okay how was your journey and then I just kind of started talking to him and I like, cried a little and then we went off to the side to a couch and just like started really just like venting and talking about life and he started telling me about his journeys and it was a great great conversation and um and then I felt bad because everybody was eating dinner and then like I I don't know if I like held him up because he didn't end up eating um and then they were like hey guys we're doing closing ceremony everybody's got to go outside and we're like oh okay and so we went outside and he was like are you hungry do you need to eat and I was like no I can't eat because I have this freaking acid reflux that won't leave me so I didn't eat since like Saturday I hadn't eaten and this is Sunday night because I was just like this pain it hurts so bad that if I eat anything it's just gonna hurt more so I didn't eat and then um he was like well do you want I think it's called mambe it's like this powder um that is kind of like matcha and then um you put it like you over this and then you put it right here like chewing tobacco and you put it right there and then you just hold it in there and then you use your saliva to kind of make it like a paste kind of like mud and then within like you know the next 30 minutes you just kind of swallow it and it's supposed to help settle like any indigestion or a headache you have or anything like that so then he asked me he's like do you want to try some and I'm like well I might as well I've tried everything else and nothing's worked so why not and he's like I love your spirit so I went up there and got some of that but um I, I ended up you know doing that for like it ended up taking me like an hour because I kind of forgot that it was sitting there and I was like oh right I'm supposed to swallow this so <laughs> so I had to get some water to swallow it and stuff um did not help so I honestly feel like it really was just energy that was stuck inside me more than it was like um real acid reflex because anything I did like everyone was like oh this is gonna work and then like nothing worked like I did the rapid I did the spooning I did the mamba I did I did more purging I did everything that I could do and nothing worked and I'm like this has to be just energy that is built up inside me so um so then yeah and then we did a closing ceremony everybody gathered around like the pool and you know we all just he like went over us with the harmonica and the little leaf thing over us and um and then I talked oh I talked to the lady that like let out those screams right and I was like what happened like what did you see what were you feeling and she told me that she was just feeling like um she was she had felt very suppressed like her light was being dimmed um for her like workplace I guess and that you know that her co-workers were trying to shut her down and shut her up and then she was like and then um that 
that she realized that they were sent to her to make her shine even brighter and so when she was letting out those screams she felt like she, like she just could let it all out all the rage that she had inside that they were like you know just holding holding her down she could finally let it out and so I was like man I really need that I feel like I have a lot inside me that I have to let out and I can't and I feel like that's why I had that ball of fire inside me and I was like but I'm scared I'm scared that that's gonna happen to me like I'm scared that I'm gonna do one of these ceremonies and I'm going to have the same reaction that she did where she just like yelled really loud and I don't know why that's like a fear of mine it's like okay so the first time you guys know that the, my first trip I was so loud and like a literally all over the place like a mess right so I think like because later on I found out that like you know usually people are you disrupt other people's process when you do that and you're supposed to do it internally this time was really hard for me to let go because I was not only thinking about the first time and how I reacted I was also thinking about the fact that there's so many people around me that were my followers and were watching me and I'm like oh my god every little thing I do any little thing I say like they're, they're gonna hear it they're gonna watch me they're gonna talk about it like it was so hard I'm like mm -mm. never again am I telling people I'm gonna be at a ceremony I don't want to do this again I did not like the feeling of being watched. I did not like the feeling. And and it was my head. It was all in my head. Everybody was going through their own journey. <clears throat> like, I doubt that my followers were paying attention to me. Oh, 100%. They were going through their own shit. They were under the medicine. They had their own journeys. Like, they were having their freakouts and being pulled to the barn. But I'm over here thinking that they're all paying attention to me. Girl, the world doesn't revolve around you. Calm down. Okay. So that was really rough for me and that's something that I really had to work on this weekend and I think it just has to do with like my upbringing and my parents and like feeling like every little thing I did was being watched because it was especially from my mom so so feeling like I was being watched every second like made me so uncomfortable and made me feel like I couldn't let go so oh my god it was really rough and I feel like that's why I had that as a reflex because I was like, dude, I can't let go. I can't let go. Like I held in a lot. I was scared of how, of what my journey was going to be like. I was so scared. I feel like the first time that I do all this stuff, it's like, oh, it's not bad. Like, um, you know, I don't know what's coming. Right. So you just let go. But like once you've had these experiences like I've had where they've been rough every time, I get so scared that I'm like, I don't want to do it again. And my ego blocks me from letting go. So it was rough um anyway i ended up talking to that lady and she's actually like an intuitive worker so she gave me her card so that we could like talk about stuff and maybe do a session with her so i'm probably gonna do that um but yeah i really need to have a session where i just literally just yell out let out all this anger and on the way home on the drive home i did scream a few times to like just let out rage and anger but then i got a little lightheaded and i was like oh girl you gotta drive <laughs> um but oh also i forgot to tell you guys so you know that bark that i told you that i had to put over like in my underwear because i was on my period i asked what it was and they said it was just like blessings like it's just because you know i don't know yeah i guess because the medicine can kind of affect it it's just to like bless your process um it did feel like my period lasted like longer um but I don't know it just felt like it lasted like a full like seven days this time so um although sometimes my period is long that's why i'm on birth control because it takes way too long to like get it over with but this time i think the medicine like made it flow even more which was really annoying 
Um, so anyways, I ended up staying there that night and, um, I ended up talking to the musician. We talked about stuff. He told me about his journey. I told him about mine. We exchanged stories and then I kind of hung out with him and two other girls that were there. Um, one of them actually lives in San Diego. So she lives near me and she's one of, she follows me as well. And she's really cool. So I was like, oh my God. And she also wants to facilitate. So I'm like, girl, we can carpool. So, um, although I don't know, because you know me, I like to take my car and sleep in it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's really cool. So hopefully I will meet up with her and then I became friends with another girl and her and I stayed up till like literally 3am talking about our families and our stories. And it was so nice to exchange stories with someone. It was really cool. So that was really nice. And even though I was really tired because I hadn't slept at all, um, you know, it was nice to talk to people. I ended up sleeping in my car um i fell asleep around like four in the morning and i got up i made myself get up at like 9 30 because they wanted us gone by 10. so i woke up at like 9 30 and i was so tired i could barely open my eyes and right as i like crawled out of the car i'm like when one i open there's two other girls there that follow me and they were about to leave too and so they came over and gave me a hug and i didn't get it to get a picture with all of my followers i did get a picture with some that's up on my instagram um but there were more that i didn't get to get a picture with um but but yeah i was talking to them and they told me about their journeys and it was great and so i got to talk to them and then the shaman was there and i was like oh my god i thought you had left so i gave him a hug and um told him that i feel like i need to sit with the medicine more i definitely need to sit with the medicine more before i can be a facilitator because i can't be facilitating if i'm getting so triggered like maybe it's because when i'm under the medicine it intensifies every sound and so i get triggered more maybe if i'm sober i won't get so triggered it's just like okay like you know i'll be just helping right but i know that he he will have you drink even if you're facilitating sometimes and what if it just triggers me and i'm just not like i don't know how people drink and facilitate because i feel like i just i'm gonna be a mess so um i definitely sit, need to sit with the medicine more and they're all like yeah that's fine like we all know like when we can facilitate and when we can't sometimes we just have to really sit with the medicine so um i'll definitely have to do it again um and yeah and then i ended up just talking to everyone and saying bye to everyone and it was so great and then i came home and then i came home and um we had integration on wednesday night yeah, Wednesday night and and I got to talk to people and stuff and um integration was all about like just yeah just integrating the process like figuring out how did the process go it was weird for me because I felt like did I even really have a journey or did I just make myself sick with ayahuasca because all I did was purge purged the entire time and then I came back oh yeah when I came back it was Monday right so I was starving because I haven't eaten since Saturday and so I'm like so hungry and I'm like I really want to eat and I really wanted just like a salad I wanted something not heavy and so I was talking I had been talking to Ryan not Ryan from Hummingbird Ryan um my ex Ryan who I'm still friends with and I'm like dude I really want to get food and he's like yeah what do you want to get and um, I decided I wanted Greek food, like Mediterranean, because I don't know. I'm like obsessed with it now. There's like a Mediterranean place near where I live and it's so freaking good. And I'm like, yeah, I really want like a Greek salad. And so we went there and dude, I got my food and I took like one bite in and it was like 
fire burning in my throat. I'm like, oh my God. And then I was like so hungry. So I was trying to eat, but every bite I took, the gas, like, oh my God, it was like the gas bubble and the fire was just like attacking me. And I'm like, I was like in so much pain. I thought I was going to cry. I was like, I had to pack everything up and I was like, I need something. And he was like, you're going to have to drink milk. And I'm like, I hate milk. Like I hate white milk. I haven't drank white milk since I was a kid and I was in school in Puerto Rico and they made us like drink these bags of milk. They would put, it was in pouches of milk and they would run out of chocolate milk. And so I had to drink white milk and he would like stab the straw in the middle of the bag. And I was like, and I would like suck it up and I would suck up the air in the bag and it would make me gag every fucking time. So like, I don't drink milk. Um, if I have regular milk, it's only in like a hot chocolate, a coffee or cereal. I don't drink it plain. And um, no, normally I'll choose either almond, coconut or oat milk. I don't choose regular milk if I can. But I had to drink it. This is how desperate I was. I was like, I need to, I need to go. I need to go right now. We like paid in a hurry, boxed everything up and left. And there's a gas station across the street. I like rushed to the gas station and I like buy this little bottle of milk that cost me like three bucks because it's a convenience store. And I'm like drinking it with like my nose plug because I'm like, oh my God, I hate milk. And then we like rushed to CVS and I got like this antacid and like anti-liquid thing. Um, and antacid anti-gas liquid thing and um it literally is like the same consistency as milk so like i drank that and then i drank the whole thing of milk because i was gonna die i was like this is the worst fucking pain ever i oh my god it was so bad so couldn't eat that day either um and then i just like i think i just ended up like taking a nap that day because i was like oh my god it was so hard it was so hard to sleep with that fucking ball of fire inside me um but then and oh and then like I had borrowed my sister's car and then um uh, well anyway I borrowed her car which was great because I got to sleep in it but uh, it was a journey anyway um that's irrelevant so I'm not even gonna include that um anyway with integration I um they asked who am I now and I had to write down who am I now. So I'm gonna go ahead and get the notebook so I can read it to you guys. So as you know, they give us these notebooks, which look what it says, never stop looking up. Oh my God, meant to be, meant to be you guys. Okay, so um, I had written down my night one intentions and then I wrote down what happened on night one and then I wrote night two intentions and that was it stopped writing after that because my name to intentions was feel god's love and reassurance that i'm doing his work to help humanity clarity on what to do career-wise feel peace love happiness and bliss <laughs> and um it was rough so anyway um okay so they said who am i now and i wrote I am someone trying to heal all the trauma I've been through that I've suppressed through 35 years of my life. I am trying to understand the world and others around me. I need to let go of the feeling of being perceived and judged by others. I am worthy of love, happiness, compassion, and everything I want in my life. I deserve all of my heart's desires. So you guys know that I put myself out there, right? And it's crazy to put yourself out there and your biggest fear is to feel judged and perceived isn't that crazy and i didn't realize that it was such a big thing for me because i'm always like i don't give a shit what people think about me and i don't give a shit what people think about me but like it's a very weird thing i've always never really cared i've been true to myself i don't give into peer pressure 
but I think it's because of my trauma of, um, you know, with, with just feeling like my, you know, always being judged and perceived with my parents and my family and stuff that it really is deep inside me. That's like, I'm holding on to that. And so I know that you guys are all super supportive and like love what I'm doing, but I didn't realize how much of that really affected me until this ceremony where I was like, I couldn't let go. I couldn't let go because I was just like, oh my God, people are watching. What are they going to think? And I didn't, I didn't realize that that was such a big thing for me. Um, and again, that ball of fire that I had inside me was like <clears throat> a lot of things that I've suppressed, a lot of trauma that I've suppressed, a lot of like, I guess just like doubts and fears of myself that I've suppressed of like, oh, I don't want people to judge me. Like, what are they going to think? Which is so, it's so weird. It's so weird. I didn't know that that was a thing within me. I didn't know that I cared that much. And so when I was talking about it after the um, musician was like, what you post on social media, does it coincide with what's going on here during your ceremonies? And I'm like, I mean, I, I expose everything. I'm very open. Um, I don't, I didn't realize that I have this, that I have this like thing inside me, this like weird thing I'm carrying around of just like not feeling free to be myself um I knew it I knew it with my parents but I guess I didn't know it that I'm like thinking about it with literally everyone in the entire world um because I was so open and I don't know what happened after like I just said it last night where I got back from ayahuasca and I was like I feel like I took steps back I feel like I I kind of fell back asleep because I'm like caring a lot about other people's perception of me and I'm I'm second guessing everything and I'm thinking like am I doing the right thing what's going on so it was very weird very very weird I feel like I was at a high before going to ayahuasca and then I came back and I'm like what are you doing with your life what's happening so it's been hard these last few days and I understand that like the medicine takes you out of it for a minute and you really need to give it time to settle and then get back into the groove of things but I was like oh my god you're wasting time get to work like what are you gonna do like get your YouTube going get your Patreon going um you know get make your TikToks like what are you doing people are waiting and then like people would message me and they're like where's your ayahuasca video and I'm like oh my god you guys are doing the same thing that's triggering me stop doing that stop like you guys are triggering me by pressuring me to post this fucking video right now and like i need time give me a second okay so like that irritated me and it's not anyone's fault like you guys don't know people just want to you know watch stuff but i did post it on my story where i was like i feel the pressure on myself because i know you guys are waiting for another video and like i that's the shit that's like triggering me it's like i don't want to feel this pressure like I have to be okay with like doing things for myself and not for others but especially when I'm not making any money off of this you guys aren't paying me for this like you know what I'm saying like if if you guys are paying me then it's like okay I owe you but when you're not paying me I don't owe you guys anything and so it's like I need to stop putting this pressure on myself and taking your words to heart when you guys are like where's your video and it's like I know you guys just want to watch the video but like I take it as like where's your video hurry up we're waiting you know and that's not how you mean it so it's all it's all again perception in my head so that's what I need to work on um so yeah that's rough and again I know you guys are just like wanting to see my stuff so like nothing against you personally it's just me putting this pressure on myself and I need to know that I, it's okay to set boundaries I need to set boundaries 
if I don't, if I can't reply to everyone, I can't reply to everyone and it's going to be fine. The world's not going to end. Okay. I need to stop putting this pressure that I need to perform, that I need to reply to everyone because I was trained, you know, the minute we, like my parents, like the minute we call you or text you, you drop everything you're doing and you respond to us. So like now I have this like conditioning of, oh my God, people are writing to me. I need to drop what I'm doing to respond to them. And it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. It's okay. No, you don't. And also like, you don't need to be people's therapist. I take on so much of the energy from everyone else like I told you guys you know when that guy was like I don't want to do this anymore and I'm like okay take it on for him I'm taking on so much of your guys's energy and I really need to protect myself and I didn't think that that was a thing when people are like now that you're doing all this you need to start protecting your energy and I'm like okay whatever like that's not true but like no it is true it is true because I really will take on all of this energy onto myself and like this is why I had that fucking uncomfortableness inside me because it was like I couldn't just like go and like Ah, you know tell everyone to shut up <laughs> so it's all me it's all in your head I'm telling you it's all in your head it's all how you see things it's all what you make out of what you have you know what I'm saying so so the next thing was what does that mean for my life now and I put it is time to stop holding it all in stop worrying about how you come across to others you deserve to be authentically yourself and all unapologetically you you deserve to be free of the mental prison you put yourself in. You are not responsible for others' issues. You need to let others figure their shit out. You are on your own journey. Their soul will figure it out when they're supposed to. Put yourself first. Live your life to the fullest. You deserve it. So, it's just... It really is like I will take on everybody's issues because I'm like, oh my God, how can I fix it? How can I fix it? And then my sister got back from Florida and she was saying the same thing. She was on a girl's trip and um, she said that like anything that would come up, she's like, how can I fix the issue? Okay, what can I do to fix it? And she's like, stop trying to fix others' issues. They're adults. They can fix it. And I'm like, girl, we have the same trauma. We have the same trauma where we just got conditioned to fix everyone's issues. We just got used to it. Okay, what can we do to fix it? How do we fix it? And honestly, we got it from my mom because my mom just wants to fix everyone even when there's nothing wrong with them. She's just like, how can I fix it? Because they're not doing what I want them to do. So let's fix it, you know? So, but besides that, we just got used to like, oh, there's a problem. How do we fix it? How do we make this person happy? How do we get them into a better mood? Like when we came to my parents. So we just conditioned to fix people and we really just need to fix ourselves. Okay, and then the last thing was, what advice do you have for yourself? And I said, let it go. Seriously, let it go. This life is too short and already too hard to be adding stress to yourself. Stop feeling responsible for others. You don't owe anyone anything. What others think of you is not your problem. It is theirs. People get uncomfortable with what they don't understand. People like to, people like to bring others to their level. You are a light. You are here to succeed and be happy. You know that God and the universe has always had your back. You have never gone without. Trust the process. Stop trying to rush everything. Stop thinking ahead. Live in the present. Be in the moment. Enjoy this incarnation. It is your last one on earth. I hope. But I put that on there because I really want this to be my last, last life on earth. And then we did this framework, which is um, we wrote down my little integration um internal external relationships communication health and so with internal i put like what's something that you can work on internally and i put self-acceptance 
what's something you can work on externally I said productivity because I want to be more productive with my all of my content and I also want to do like yoga and meditation and stuff like that with relationships I put that I can hold space for people I which I feel like I do hold a lot of space for people maybe I should have put boundaries because I definitely hold space for people um communication I put be more direct which I feel like I'm very direct but like there are certain people like my sister who I'm I sometimes walk on eggshells because I don't want to make her mad because we both have the same trauma so it's very hard living with someone who has the same trauma as you while you're trying to work around it um and then for health I put <clears throat> yoga meditate and less acidic food because obviously eh, acidic food is an issue for me but I love acidic food I love tomatoes tomatoes are my favorite and honestly when I'm having this like acid reflex burn everything is acidic so like nothing I eat will cure it I've I've suffered from acid reflex like my whole life pretty much since I was like a teenager and I think it's just the anger that has built up if you guys haven't watched heal on amazon prime i highly recommend it um it just talks about how you can heal your body um yourself mentally and also how um trauma will manifest itself in the body physically so with acid reflux they say it's literally just anger that is built up inside you and it must manifest itself somehow so it manifests into acid reflux and i have had acid reflux forever to the point where i was like i think i have an ulcer or something because it was just like oh my god the constant acid reflux and then it would just get to the point where like i couldn't eat anything i can't eat cereal i can't eat fruits i can't eat vegetables i can't eat bread i can't eat chocolate i can't eat like any little thing like they say like oh watermelon and cantaloupe or something is like really good for acid reflux doesn't matter it will it trigger it more it's insane how bad like my acid reflux will be it would just trigger it more and i'm just like well i can't eat and then i like even was just drinking water during those few days and then that would even trigger my acid reflux so it didn't matter I, that's why I think it's like an energy thing you know I really have to like work on not holding this stuff in and just letting it out just letting it go so that's what I'll be working on um and that's that's it you guys that was my journey I'm sorry it wasn't very exciting and then that was the other thing I was putting this pressure on myself like girl they're expecting a grand old story and what are you gonna tell them you got nothing for them you got nothing so i'm sorry guys um i hope this resonated with someone i hope that someone else is going through this like pressure that they put themselves in uh they they put themselves they put pressure on themselves to like perform or make others happy or fix people or whatever and not wanting to let go um i hope that someone else can can learn from you know what i said or uh, i don't know it's hard it's definitely hard um going through this but i'm working on it um i literally had just sent my sister this meme that was like does anyone else feel like when they um accomplish something it's just like okay good job you got it done instead of celebrating the accomplishment and it's like yeah because growing up you just got you just were like told like okay cool you did what you're supposed to you know what i'm saying instead of um instead of like being celebrated for your accomplishments um and i think that that's part of my thing is i'm very um it's hard for me to take compliments um it's hard for me i, I really want to like stay humble so like it's really hard for me like when people give me compliments i'm like thank you stop it no you are you know what i'm saying um 
and then also just like uh, I don't know I think it's like hard for me to put myself up um like give myself recognition it's like okay sure oh cool you have a 1.1 million and it's like okay um cool like did you really do that on your own you know what I'm saying I don't know I have this thing where I like I do accomplish things and I kind of like um tone it down I put myself down like it's like okay you really didn't do that great you know what I'm saying um so I'm trying to get over that and I think that has to do with like with my upbringing anytime I would do something like I'm like oh my god like I accomplished this like I got an A on this test or I did this or whatever great thing I accomplished or did you know my mom would always be like good job but you need to give thanks to god glory be to god because without him you would do nothing you know and it's like you would be nothing without god you did nothing without god and so it's like it was always felt like okay so like my accomplishments like i didn't really do them like god did them through me so then why even give myself praise so it just like yeah sure um god helped me through this but like i also did the work can i get a little recognition you know and and they were proud and you know she would be proud of things that i come like good job you did it but everything's like by the glory of god you know thank god you did this because without god you would do nothing and it's like okay we get it but can i get a little praise myself like why does everything have to go back to god and like i just can't be happy for myself it's always like okay well yeah i did it but like not really not really i didn't really do it because like god worked through me so I mean, I did it, but like, who cares? It wasn't really me. So now that's how I still feel. It's like, I did these things and I'm like, okay, cool. But like, not really like God brought it to you. God did it to you through you, you know? And I still believe that. Like, I believe that my downloads are sent from my spirit guides, God's in the, God in the universe. And it's like trying to help me. Obviously I can't do, I, to me, again, I keep saying, I'm like, I can't do this on my own. I'm not God. I'm not source. I think like, you know, people say like, we are god like when you realize that you're god blah 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 and i'm like i don't feel comfortable saying that because we're not god we're not we're not there yet guys like that's what we're working towards we have to go through all the levels of the densities you know we we started off in like first level um and then we're 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 in 3d now and we're working our way up like we still have so many levels to go like we're not god yet you know what I'm saying? Like in this, in this body, in this human form, we're not, we're not all powerful. Um, we can definitely tap into it. And the more that we grow and the more we ascend, the more that we realize that, but I do not feel comfortable with people saying like, you are God, you are God. And it's like, God is within us. Yes. God is within us for sure. That's why we can do the things that we do, but we are not God yet because if we were God, we wouldn't be here on this planet. We wouldn't be in this incarnation. Like I feel like it's disrespectful to almighty, all powerful God, source, light, whatever you want to call it to say that you are that. No, you're not. You're not there yet. And I understand people's perspective. And if that works for them, that's fine. To me, it does not work because I'm like, please, I am not perfect. I am not all powerful. I cannot. And like, again, I don't know. They say like, if God created everything, then he created balance, right? The good and the bad. And there's really no good or bad. It just is. So that's why they say like, just accept it. You didn't do anything wrong. You're just, you're God experiencing itself, the universe experiencing itself. I agree with that. Um, I just don't feel comfortable saying I'm God. I don't, I don't because I, I can't perform miracles. I can't do every little thing. And like, at least not yet. I think one day we'll, we're working our way up to source again, but we're not there yet. Right now we're in this incarnation to learn lessons or to just experience what life is. Maybe it's not to learn lessons. Maybe it's just to experience it. Like I believe that 
that the Big Bang um, is God in the universe that wanted to feel everything that they created. So they exploded themselves into a million little pieces and we are all pieces of God experiencing itself and wanted to experience every aspect. So that's why we're all going through different, different lives, different um, experiences and you know, just everything. And like, we can be the earth, we can be the table, we can be the tree, we can be you, we can be me. We're experiencing everything because we all come from God and we're just experiencing everything. So like, we're just a tiny, teeny little piece of God in the universe experiencing itself. And so that's, that's, that's my, my opinion, my perception. You guys can think whatever you want. Again, I am not right. I am not wrong. We're all on our own journey. Well, like I said, we're all little pieces, just figuring it out. So anyway um I guess that's it so I hope you guys enjoyed um listening to this journey and this time I didn't mess with my hair so much I got a lot of um comments of people complaining that I messed with my hair too much but I do not care I like messing with my hair and um that like triggered people I don't know why does it trigger you that I mess with my hair just listen to it then it's up on my podcast as well you don't have to watch it um so this will also be on my podcast as well so I hope you guys enjoyed. I look forward to your comments. Um, hopefully, nobody be mean. I'm trying to work through that. Okay, guys? Uh, so anyways, I hope you enjoyed. And I'm planning on doing Bufo next month again. So I will tell you guys the experience. I still haven't done my Cambo Bufo video. I need to do that in my acid video. I need to do that. Um, this is like, I don't know what it is with me and with YouTube videos. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's so hard for me to sit down and do them. I saw this TikTok that talked about how um, they think that TikTok is going to start like partnering up with companies like HBO or Netflix or whatever to have shows on TikTok. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what I need. I'm manifesting it because I already, people tell me that I need to have my own show with TikTok. Like uh, it already is its own show. So if they could just sign me and i could just have the show like from tiktok that would be amazing so we're manifesting that but we'll see you know we will see because after this whole experience i was like do i even want to be in the public eye that much but yeah i spend way more time on tiktok than i do watching tv or anything so it would be great to have it on tiktok and honestly like sending it sending people over to youtube is so hard like most people don't come over to youtube they like to watch everything on tiktok so it would be amazing if that could come to fruition for sure that would be so cool if we could just watch stuff on tiktok for sure but anyway, thank you so much, so much, guys, for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you on the next one.